Bob and Quivers is back for Christmas. Year, she's giving the gift of song. Santa baby, slip a sable under the tree for me. Taking the Christmas classics and making them her own. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Robin Quiver's Christmas Collection. Fall on your knees. Own it today. Oh, hear the angels' voice. This is being besieged by queers and Jews and trolls, but maybe I should show you why I won't take calls. 503, who are you? What do you want? Hello, this is Woody. This is who? What's your name? Woody? Yes, I said my name is Woody. Another fucking Jew, no doubt. I hate when people say happy holidays. If I walk into a store and they say happy holidays, I'll turn around and walk back out. I won't spend a fucking dime with them. Instead of happy Hanukkah. What? I'm just calling to wish you a happy Hanukkah. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. I don't celebrate Hanukkah, you dumb motherfucker. There's one reason for the season, and it's a big, beautiful menorah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, right. Merry Christmas. Fuck Hanukkah. You know the best night of Hanukkah? I don't know what the best night is. As far as I'm concerned, there is no Hanukkah holiday. Fuck the Jews. Wrong. They're all the best. Shut the fuck up! I'm going to say a secret Hebrew prayer that will turn you Jewish. No! No! Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu. Hey! Hey! Oof, you're a Jew now. No, 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 you're a lying son of a bitch. You're going to be so Jewish you won't believe it. Shove a dildo up your ass, you ignorant motherfucker. Even if you hang up, you'll still be Jewish. Go to hell, get up my chat room, don't come back, you lying little fucking fat Jew. Pig. One last question. What's no. your recipe for latkes? God damn! Oh, Jesus Christ. They just sneak up in you, don't they? Don't they? Two, three, four. Who are you? What do you want? Do you want to sing the dreidel song with me? You ignorant son of a bitch! I don't give a fuck! I'll start. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. <sighs> You guys are fuck, and all of you fuck, all of you go to hell, get out of my goddamn chat room. Not talking to anybody anymore. Not connecting your calls anymore. You people are just fucking sickening. Goodbye. One, two, thank you. Proper modulation. Proper modulation. Proper modulation.
from the planet XIA. Hey now, everybody. Yeah, Robert Zombie. Hey now. Singing his heart out. Hey now. Yeah. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Same thing every morning. Hey now. Hey now. Yeah. All right. Four hours from now, we'll be going home. <laughs> so we got to fill up four hours. I said to my friend the other day who paints with me, I, I, he said, um, he was talking about painting. I said, yeah, my work's like painting. I said, I look at the air. I look at the signal as a blank canvas, and I have to fill up the radio waves for four hours. And... Um, and today's one of those days where I'm just staring at the canvas, waiting to see what happens. <laughs> waiting no, for inspiration. Waiting for some inspiration. It'll happen. Don't worry. Ah, uh, yes. Where do we begin? Well, we could begin with this. I guess there's a couple of things I have to clean up. Oh, uh, there's some exciting news. Uh, we have a guest coming in today. One of my favorite guests of all time, been here before, and uh, it is Will the Farter. Will the Farter will be here for. How old is Will the Farter? Will, I happen to know this. I was just uh, talking to someone about him. I want to say he's 40. 40. Yep. There you go. Confirmation from Fafa Fohai himself. And still <laughs> farting. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't realize this. I got to talk to Will about it. When he was born, this is such an amazing origin story. When Will the Farter, who I think is a phenomenal talent, when Will was born, I forgot this, but he was born without an anus. What? Yeah. See, you forgot too. I did. Yeah. And now that you're saying it, I'm like, you know, I remember this. And the doctors had to build out an anus for him. And, and that's what gives him his talent? Yeah. And they made him better. They made him a better human being than what God even himself can do. <laughs> Because he can fart now, like just by sucking will, air. Yeah, I mean, and it's a tremendous. It's not some weak fart. It's like this, you know. Anyway, Will is coming in. I'm so honored. I can't even begin to tell you. You know what? Uh, when uh, when you said Will was 40, I was thinking of Tom Brady. Yeah. Because here's another athlete. Right. Working well into his 40s, I'm sure. Yeah, and I know you're being a little bit funny over there, but <laughs> but really it is amazing that he's still able to do it. I mean, you get older, the sphincter changes. and so Everything changes. Everything changes. You're so right. So this guy's coming in, and why is he coming in? And he, by the way, he flew in. He, he doesn't live in New York. He flew in because he's going to, listen to this, he was so excited about my book, Howard Stern Comes Again, <laughs> being number one. On the Apple, whatever that thing was, I didn't even understand it. I'm some something number one on Apple. Wasn't it like for the uh, year? Aren't we talking about eBooks? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even know what it is, but I know <laughs> I'm number one because the publisher told me, and he was making kind of a big deal about it. And so uh, that that's the same conversation I had with the publisher when I said, uh, "Oh wow, I'm number one. What are you guys going to do? You're going to take out an ad?" He goes, "No, no, no. You can announce it." <laughs> But um, Will felt bad for me that the publisher wouldn't take out an ad. And he said, I'd love to come in and give you a 21 fart salute. Oh, wow. And I said, oh, you would? I said, oh, thank you. So he's going to be here. I'm really excited about this uh, bit of programming we'll be doing today. Because I love when he does it. It always makes me smile. 
Uh, Gary's going to hold the mic. We got Gary a gas mask, a professional yeah, gas mask. Yeah, because it does start to smell. Yeah. It does. It After a 21-gun <clears throat> salute. Yeah. Don't forget his anus is man-made. <laughs> I think that's such a great origin story. I'm almost thinking of optioning the rights to his life because imagine the doctors are in there and they build him a new anus. But what is the rest of the story, Howard? Who cares? <laughs> no, you can't just have a beginning. It's an origin story. <laughs> they take this baby and they build him a new anus. And they go, it's going to be a better anus. He's going to be able to fart at will. And his name is Will. And, yeah, and we'll <laughs> name him Will. Because he can fart at will. Awesome, right? And then he gets a little older. Before you know it, he's... He's letting guys jerk off to him. Right, he's a brutal master. <laughs> brutal master. Anyway, he's going to come in. The five. Do- You've heard of the six million dollar man. This is this five million dollar ass. This is the five dollar. Five dollar ass. <laughs> anyway, he's going to do a twenty-one fart salute to me in honor of my book going to number one. However, it went number one. I don't even know what it is, but who cares? He's coming in, and I love it. And Gary's in a gas mask. So crazy that they can build you a new <clears throat> anus. In fact, um, he remember- no, isn't that good? Oh my God. There's an operation. This is so crazy. I don't know who figured this out because it's such a limited operation. I don't know if you read about this in the newspaper. A 36 year old man born without testicles received a testicular transplant from his twin brother. So it turns That's out cool. it's unbelievable, but here's the deal. It turns out this operation can only be performed on twins where one of the twins has balls and the other one doesn't. So, how, you know, you got to figure who invented that operation because there's limited play. How many twins are born without balls and one has balls? There's probably three. Well, it is the only way it could be done and you have a full ability to, to produce a baby. Why is it, though? It would be weird. You know, I'm so glad I don't have a brother because I'm going to be honest with you. Call me a horrible human being. I'm not giving anybody my balls. Fuck you. How old are these? Uh, he's 36. 36. Yeah. So he waited a long time to get a ball. Well, it's the first time they've been able to do the operation. This is brand new. Well, I'm sure. I mean, they've transplanted organs for years. Well, not balls. But they probably never had a situation like this before. Twins creep me out anyway. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, your ball. I'm so glad I don't have a brother and I'm, because I know there'd be tremendous sibling rivalry. Like my sister and I get along fine because she's four years older. She doesn't want attention. I want all the attention. It just works out. A brother. Oh, brutal. I know. Why do you think there are brothers who get along? Not many. I, look in rock and roll. You can't even find brothers to get along. Those are rare. And And by the way. I know so many examples people. as well. Wow. I know so many people who have brothers and they can't fucking stand them. You're looking for them, Howard. I'm not looking for anything. I, these people tell me these stories and each story is more horrible than the next. My brother's an asshole. He used to beat me up. He used to fucking yell at me. He used to. Yeah, fuck him. What about those property brothers? They get along great. Who? The property brothers. The property brothers. Who's you that? don't watch HGTV. They're no, multi-millionaires. I, I never liked from, it. <laughs> I don't like twin it. Twin brothers. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And one is a realtor, and the great. other one's a contractor. Well, twins creep me out. <laughs> they look alike. They dress alike. And now these two dudes come alike. No, they just have the same 
What a crazy pair. Yes, they're brothers. Identical brothers with the same balls. So has this uh, operation just been completed or do they know he's completely working? Uh, I think think it worked. Let me see. uh, uh, The brothers have requested to have their identities hidden. Yeah, I don't blame them. Who wants that? Who needs that? Because we'd be making fun of them all the time. Uh, yeah, I, I think this has been completed. Yeah, like the other brother can 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 shoot a load and yeah. it's full of sperm and all that. Last year, Howard, sorry, it's, uh, <clears throat> it is the uh, operation is complete, but they still don't know if he's going to be able to produce sperm yet. Ah, I see. okay. So we don't know if it was a success. He's got a dick, though, right? And the dick now was the dick unable to get hard. I wonder. They said because he wasn't pursu- he wasn't producing testosterone. So yeah, I think right. there were all sorts of testosterone related complications. So if this operation takes, then he'll start getting boners. Well, I think they're saying that he's at normal levels now of testosterone. So hopefully boners, hey, boner. sex drive, all that. Mm. Well, they probably were giving him testosterone so that he could have that stuff. Sure. Last year, surgeons at John Johns Hopkins transplanted a penis and scrotum to a soldier who had been maimed. Wow. In combat. Of course it was John's house. A boner. Yeah. Great hospital. Yeah, you, you that's where you were. I worked there for a while. Yeah. yeah. It is a great hospital. God bless. There you go. 36-year-old guy got himself some balls from his brother. <laughs> what an accomplishment. Yeah, but, I mean, if I had a twin, too, it would just be, like, disturbing because I don't like the way I look. Now i got to look at some dude who looks like me, and I'm like, oh, look at the fucking mess this guy is. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, that's what I look like? Oh, my goodness, Howard. Mm, man. You always know. think the worst thing you could possibly think. I went out to dinner with someone last night, and he was telling me I'm a really good-looking guy. And I said, shut up. I'm not. Why can't somebody disagree with you he, and be right? He wasn't right. <laughs> you know this guy, and, and he wasn't right. Oh. It was very sweet of him, but it was, he wasn't right. Maybe he really thinks that way, Howard. Thanksgiving was a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I was in Florida. I, I Thank God I can't stand the hoopla. You ran away. Yeah, I don't want to be here for that. I don't want to be near the parade. The parade is just so fucking horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. I mean, in this day and age, 2019, you think the parade would have progressed, but it's the same dumb balloons. And, of course, they have the same problem every year. It's too fucking windy. The balloons start hitting the ground. Well, actually, they have to fly them lower so yeah. they don't cause problems. And then they hit the ground. Well, they're almost on the ground. Yeah. They're so low. It's ridiculous. And who wants it? By by the way, with all the entertainment out there, like Netflix and uh, streaming and uh, movies and uh, and even the shows now, the extravagance, I can't believe that people want to stand in the cold and wait for like the Snoopy balloon to go by. It's I've seen those balloons, by the way. When my daughter was like six, I took her down to when they blew up the balloons, and she didn't even give a shit. She remembers me taking her down there. Well, but- that's six is pretty young. Yeah, and then I did it again when she was seven. She was like, I don't want to go down there. <laughs> I mean, it's really boring. <clears throat> and there's a lot of creeps hanging around there. You know, degenerates. You know, in New York, you got to be really street savvy. 
Like I'm, uh, you know. Yeah, me. your savviness is stay off the street. Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine <laughs> who was pretty well known, uh-huh. and this guy's telling me, you know, man. I don't care. I live in New York. I want to be free. I want to be able to take the subways, and I don't care. And I, and I go, listen to me. I'm going to set you straight. <laughs> you want to be free? You're free in a car. You you got enough money. You can afford a car service. That's free. That's freedom too. The people in the subway wish they were free that they could take a car service. You got you got to readjust your thinking about being free. Nothing good about being down in the subway. Yeah. It's quick. I get it. But there's so many degenerates down there. You don't only you only go down there if you can't afford anything else. You could rain on any parade. Absolutely, Robin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a talent. <laughs> it is. It's my special ability, it's my superpower. I go, being free is being able to be in a car. I feel most free when Ronnie's driving me around. It's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I got to tell you, you know, I struggled for years and years in radio, could barely make ends meet. And then at NBC, I finally, I finally got to make a couple of bucks. And I, I, they, 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 Robin and I were coming in on my old jalopy and the beat up car that would break that Fred and I would get flat tires in Harlem. Pushing car. I mean, don't ask what was going on. And then finally at NBC, I was able to afford a car to drive me around. I thought I died and gone to heaven. I don't know where I am, and I don't want to know where I am. <laughs> but you're certainly not what you yeah. call street savvy. You have no street savvy. I was talking to Richard Christie this morning. He's telling me a guy had his pants down on the subway ride this morning. Richard takes the subway, and guy just had his pants down, full cock and balls out. That's not freedom. Yeah, but Richard belongs down there. Oh, Richard's, you know, Richard's a degenerate. <laughs> Richard's disgusting. Don't let Richard yeah. in our car. Yeah, I mean, if Richard sees a guy with his pants off, he's taking his pants off. <laughs> he can out-jerk the guy. You think you're a jerk? I'm a bigger one. Uh, so, anyway, uh, Thanksgiving was a couple of weeks ago, and I avoided it by going down to Florida, where I love it. Uh, both CBS and NBC... Air the Macy's Thanksgiving Day yeah, Parade. Yeah, I can believe line. that too. Network isn't that shocking? It used to just be NBC. They 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 keep it for the most part family friendly, but something always slips up. On CBS, this uh, woman, what uh, Kelty Knight, she was talking about the Affleck Duck float. Which, by the way, that's another bullshit thing. Yeah, because that's a commercial. Uh, exactly. Now I'm down there in the freezing cold, staring at a balloon commercial. But anyway, the Affleck Duck had a float. And she got all excited, and she slipped up and said, I'll fuck that. <laughs> I'll Whoa. fuck. I'll fuck yeah, and not Affleck. Affleck. Yeah, I'll fuck. Yeah. Listen up. Look at that. What is, what is that big duck coming behind us? It's Affleck. 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 It's a parade innovation, part hybrid cold air balloon, and then a self-propelled vehicle. Affleck is 20 feet wide and 33 feet tall. Affleck. <laughs> In that happy voice that those announcers do? I was going to say, that is another skill. Al Fuck is a... What is that big duck coming down the road? It's Affleck. (laughs) Al Fuck is a better name for that stupid fucking duck. Don't fucking slip a commercial in on me. I'm standing here in the cold. Al Fuck. Let's start calling him the Al Fuck duck. She's right. 
That girl's a genius. <laughs> Ow, fuck. I got to hear that again. This is awesome. Look at that. What is, what is that big duck coming behind us? It's Affleck. Listen to her. It's Affleck. How do you, how do you get that excited about a shitty float that can't even get off the ground because it's too windy and no one's bothered to figure it out that every Thanksgiving it's going to be gonna too windy? It's going to be windy. Yeah. Oh, here's a fucking uh, memo. Next year, it's going to be windy. <laughs> we don't know if the, hey, we don't even know if the, uh, the float's going to get off the ground. Hey, who's that big duck? I'll fuck. Yep. Every Thanksgiving day, it's a, the mayor says the balloons will fly. Right. Look at that. What is, what is that big duck coming behind us? It's Affleck. Affleck. It's a parade innovation, part hybrid cold air balloon, and then a self-propelled vehicle. Affleck is 20 feet wide yeah. and 33 feet tall. Yeah. And this year they showed a, uh, they just showed footage of uh, last year's Ronald McDonald float because the new one had a hole in it. It had a hole in it. So So they showed you a photo or a video? Yeah. That's stupid. Ronald (laughs) McDonald's going to fly no matter what? Yeah. Yeah, so they showed you a video of last year because the float, McDonald's can't even fucking get their float together. And do that every year. Just show the the parade on TV and... Give us last year's, yeah. Right. Big hole in the Ronald McDonald float. Like, wow, you got McDonald's kind of money and you can't fix that thing? Oh, by the way, speaking of the subway, Steve Nowicki said this morning he took the subway in and there was he was sitting next to a big shit streak on the uh, seat. Oh, God. And, you know, it's just there. Probably be there for a few days. Yeah, but it's no safer on the street. I mean, we've seen a guy take a crap with his pants on. Right. Standing at the cross. Using the back of my car as like a, a toilet, <laughs> holding on to it. Oh, my God. Uh, Al Roker is one of the cleanest uh, you know, working TV personalities ever. Al doesn't even know curse words as far as I can tell. And, and Al said a terrible thing. during. Really? The, yes. He said a word that rhymes with fuck. That's so great. He got reprimanded by Savannah Guthrie like he was bad. Like, you know, Al is like the safest guy yeah, on the planet. Yeah, he probably didn't even know it was a bad thing. Yeah. Like, for some people who live in these lily white neighborhoods, Al Roker's their only black friend. And he's super squeaky clean. And he, uh, Savannah Guthrie, though, is very upset. As the New York Rangers take on the Boston Bruins tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on NBC. Guys, I'm getting back in the Roker cycle because these hockey pucks are just telling me i got to get the puck out of here. Okay, oh, back to oh, you guys. Family parade. It's a family parade. Good thing he's wearing the helmet. It's a family parade, Al. Family parade! <laughs> <laughs> She's like underdog. Hey, yeah, what, like, what, like what, what's wrong with her? Hey, puck you, Savannah. <laughs> I actually hung out with uh, Savannah the night I inducted Bon Jovi into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's pretty hot and nice. She's kind of fun, actually. Like, she was, like, up all night dancing. and You know what I mean? She's like one of those goody-goodies on TV, but then she knows how to party down, if you know what I'm saying. And you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know how to party down. Well, you you see it. You know it when you see it. <laughs> yeah, well, like, for me, partying down is anybody who wants a bang. <laughs> also on NBC, Hoda. Hoda. 
was talking about a parade balloon from the anime cartoon Dragon Ball Z, whatever that is. She Dragon Ball Z? Dragon Ball Z. That's what I mean. She mentioned a character from the show Kakarot, but she pronounced it Cockrot. <laughs> <laughs> Cockarot. In celebration of Dragon Ball Z's 30th anniversary, fans can now experience the story of Goku in Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot, and all the role-playing video games PlayStation 4 Xbox. She knows she said Kakarot, and it's Kakarot. Yeah, she doesn't want to go back and no. correct it, hoping that nobody noticed but her. She had Kakarot in her mind. Kakarot. That's what uh, Caitlyn Jenner's dick is doing. <laughs> Next January. It's that music. <laughs> she can't get it together. Cockrod. <laughs> Cockrod. Uh, and, and if you weren't watching the parade on Thanksgiving, you were probably watching the other biggest event of Thanksgiving. Which is? The High Register Sean Periscope. Oh, I missed all of it. Yeah. You know, high register, Sean, the guy who calls us and he stutters and he can do And he believes in conspiracies. He believes yeah. in conspiracy theories. Sean gave a warning to people. I know probably no one was watching this, but Sean gave a warning to people planning to cook their turkey outside. He said the smells could attract dogmen or Sasquatch. <laughs> That smell that you're sending out into the into the wilderness is going to attract certain uh, carnivorous uh, creatures. My concern is for the people that are are, are deep frying um, and a, 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 a hungry dog man or, or hungry dog man. Sad, very sad. He's making that dog man out to be like Yogi Bear in the in the Ranger, right? Stealing uh, your picnic uh, uh, basket. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the dog man will steal your steal steal steal, steal your picky picnic basket. <laughs> Yogi. Sa Sa Sasquatch decides that he wants he wants some of that. He wants some dinner. He wants to take your food. <laughs> um, and there's not a whole lot you're gonna do to stop 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 him with a pair of, of tongs or sp or sp spatula or some shit like that. You got to be really pre pre prepared for this sort sort of an. Uh -uh. See for real. I hope not. Yeah. How many people do you know have been attacked by Sasquatch? None. When they're outside cooking. Sean also had tips for people driving home through the woods at night. He was worried they might get run off the road by, you guessed it, a dog man. <laughs> My recommendations for you at the out, out, at the outdoor uh, tur 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 turkey frying st st station, you need to have um, mace or bear, bear spray. Uh, you want to have um, uh, maybe a taser, a, a large a large fi firearm, a large caliber fi firearm. Um, you want to urinate around the per per perimeter. Of <laughs> What's that Urinate. Do? Now you're going to go and run around your your setup for your turkey and pee? What's your dad doing over there? He's <laughs> peeing to keep away the dogmen in Sasquatch. He's a pisser, this guy. Stay a, a real pisser. Sean Stay had, inside the circle, kids. Let's see. Sean had some tips for people driving home through the woods at night. He was worried they might get run off the road by dogmen. So you're driving home in the through the wilderness at night. You want to make sure you have like like flares. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, you want to have um, 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 like uh, solar blank, 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 blankets and things. If one runs <laughs> you off of the road and doesn't kill you, 
That's a dog man going to run me off the road. I'm in a car. Why doesn't he use like visual effects like a a list? Because he has so much trouble getting this out. Hey, he you doesn't... could die before he gets you these tips. No, in all fairness, the guy doesn't have money for visual effects. <laughs> um, then you want to make sure that it's going to be cold. And, and most l- 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 By the way, I'm impressed with the quality of his uh, Periscope. Oh, are you? I mean, compare that to Jeff the Drunk. Kickations <laughs> in the north. You want to make sure that you have um, um, water. Um, uh, f- I've yet to meet someone who met a dogman, and yet in, in all of these scenarios, they're pretty common. They're like attacking you at your barbecue. They drive you off the side Does of the road. Does he really believe? I mean, mm. he's never seen one. No. But he's treating dogmen like they're a common nuisance, like mosquitoes. Yeah. He's acting like dogmen are deer. Like you have to take precautions because you're right. gonna have this happen to you. Yeah, most likely. Ooh, like just even some 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 like granola bars. You might be stuck there overnight. You want um flashlights, flares. Make sure to have a couple of knives. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have you 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 have to hit the malls early. Or the 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 dog men will get all the Black Friday deals. <laughs> Maybe a, a machete in your in your car. Jesus Christ! You got so many uh, tools Weapon. Weaponry. and weapons. Yeah. If he's right, you better be prepared. Hey, yeah, yeah. Flares, flashlights, every kind of lighting device you can think of. Candles. I'd buy into all this if just one person could see a dog man. <laughs> you know. Uh, I would say that's probably overkill. You should call him and tell him that Sasquatch was killed right. by that guy in the movie. The only, every time I talk to Sean, the only thing he claims that he's seen is dogman shit. Like he's seen feces in the woods and he's pretty convinced it's dogman feces. It, 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 that's anybody's yeah. shit he's well, seen. Well, so you say. So <laughs> you say. You don't know anything. <laughs> You're sitting over there naive. Uh Hey, Mike. In New Jersey. Hey. What's up? We're minutes away from the 21 fart salute. Really excited about that. I can't that. wait. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. Yeah. So, Howard, I was looking for some help for the, the speaker of all speakers. I have to talk to a large group today as an MC for a corporate event. I'm in banking, roughly 500 people. I'm just introducing, uh, you know, different members of the team, executive team. Wanted to know if you had any tips, jokes. Uh, I just uh, looking for some. Just so happens, I'm here. pretty good at some banking jokes. I can. Uh, really? Yeah. I, knew, I knew that was right up your alley. Yeah, that's I'm my forte. Sure I, I often. Um, I'm shocked. Yeah, I spend most of my day writing jokes for bankers <laughs> in case one day I'm called upon to address them. Uh, yeah, and and the banking community is a load of laughs. You can you can find all kinds of jokes in that in that community. But in general, first of all, I hate public speaking probably more than you do. I, whenever I am called upon to speak in public, it, it's like I, I just hate it. But the only advice I'll give you is just like really take a good look at the crowd and tell yourself, look at what shitheads are sitting out there. They're absolutely <laughs> none of them are any better than me. That's, right, right, I give right. myself a little speech. I go, look at them. I'm going to be intimidated by that asshole. I'm not even sure that person can, can fucking talk. I am so right. worried about you, Howard. Thank you, Robin. You know, nobody worries. And the other thing is nobody worries about me except Robin. Not one of you. That's what I do. I get very negative before I go out and speak. I get like, you know, fuck them. They're, none of them are any good. They can go fuck themselves. 
Right, Robin? Right. And I, no. Fuck you! <laughs> I should write a book about public speaking. Please. Yeah, <laughs> please. All right. You don't have to beg. I'll do it. That's my next book. How to be a public speaker. I, Rule number one. And I was asking, Look at the audience and see what shitheads are sitting out there. <laughs> it's really what I do. Uh, but I do not like public speaking, I tell you. The well, truth. how could you when you're talking to shitheads? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fellow shitheads. Should I open with hello shitheads? No, like I had or to do the Joan Rivers. Um, uh, well, first of all, uh, okay, let me think about that. First of all, you should be very, very prepared. Yes. All right. Besides having Agreed. just tremendous contempt for your audience. <laughs> be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> you know, really kind of figure out ahead of time what you want to say. I have winged it a couple of times. Like, like I, like just recently I had to get up and talk about, uh, uh, my wife had a charity event and, you know, for North Shore Animal League. And I got up and said a few words about the uh, organization, about my wife, but I didn't prepare and it was fine. It was from the heart. But uh, after I sat down, I went, you know, I should have talked about this. I should have talked about that. I should have, you know, you know what I mean? So, right. you know, then you have regrets. So it's kind of good to map out a plan. Agreed. And I've worked on that. Should I also people of Earth? How are you? No, but what you should do is pee around the perimeter of the building. <laughs> Keep the people away. Because one thing dogmen love. They love a large audience. They love to eat a large banking audience. And have some flares. Starting with a joke isn't bad. The, the venue. Starting with a joke isn't bad. When I gave the Joan Rivers eulogy, I started with a joke. I, I looked at the crowd. There was people weeping. They were really sad Joan was gone. And I said, you know, uh, one thing I want to say with all sincerity, Joan Rivers had a very dry vagina. And I'll tell you how I know. And, and the, the crowd loved it. They eat it up. But j starting with a vaginal so joke. So tell Joan's vaginal yeah, joke. It, it's something like that. <laughs> Talk about vagina as soon as you get up. Bankers love that. Can Ronnie come? <laughs> Ronnie comes three times a day. Uh. <laughs> Apparently the answer is yes. He yeah. can come. But uh, I'm trying to think of a banking joke he could uh, start with. How about anything against the Jets or the Giants? Anything you could think about the sports teams? Look, I'm oh, he knows more about sports than he does about banking. Right. <laughs> Look, I'm in his two sweet spot. You've been handed a horrible thing to have to do it. But I'll tell you what. If I had if I was in your shoes, the first thing I would think about. Is that uh, you've been handed this job and uh, now you've got to, you know, live, you know, it's a banking or uh, crowd. All right. And so, like, I would yeah. get up there and I'd say. Uh, look, we all know the Jews run the banks, right? <laughs> Everyone in agreement? So let me raise, introduce you to raise your, new Jews. Raise your hand if you're Jewish right now. And then I'd say, after I said that, and maybe some people would walk out, but who cares? <laughs> Fuck them. So it's people they have to talk to. I'd say to them, why did the banker leave her job? And everyone go, why? They yell out. And I go, because she lost interest. <laughs> Hello? Is this working? And then after that's a whole fucking hour. audience. Yeah. You, you like this, right? Yep, that's good. <laughs> this guy's going to lose his job. I know. Yeah. He's writing all this down. And uh, then I go like, hey, who are these people who write checks? <laughs> when... 
When are Chags still a big deal? Are they still a thing? See? How am I doing, Robin? Well, I thought you were better with the banking joke, the first one. How about I go back to the Jews? All right, let's get back to the Jews. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know... These Jews have I'll call all the you money. On Monday for a job. <laughs> what? Well, I was going to say. On Monday when they need a job. I was yeah. going to tell you that saying Howard told you to say these things is not a defense. No, the best thing you can do, it's a cliche, but you got to be yourself. But you have to be prepared. You have to know what you want to tell your audience. And I'll tell you the biggest bit of advice I can give you do not go on and on and on and bore the fucking piss out of the audience. Thank you. That should have been the first thing you said. You right. must, you, you know, be succinct. Because I'm telling you, there are people who do not know they are bores, and they are now in a position to get on a stage and talk to people. And I don't know what it is. They don't hear themselves. They don't. Um, it's a weird thing. It's almost like, wow, they probably walk around all year. No one pays attention to them because they're big bores. And then they get on stage, and now they got a microphone, and they just go on and on and on. Like guys who yep. get up at their daughter's or son's wedding, and now they get up to make a speech. And they drone. And it's 25 fucking minutes, and you yeah. want to just, you know, hang yourself. But I've even seen no, these I- people who are supposed to be experts at something get up and they keep their head down and they read from their paper yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't read people on i have to keep people on time and i was hoping i could have fred soundboard to start playing the orchestra music when they go on too long because i have to keep people on you're gonna you're gonna kill (laughs) you're a scream (laughs) they picked the right guy (laughs) yeah you're full of personality aren't you (laughs) try this uh, out on them how did the banker die I don't know how. He cashed out. There you go, Robin. You can't miss with a joke like that. <laughs> then you go into, what do you get when you cross a banker with a fish? What? A loan shark. <laughs> and then my next bit of advice would be to take LSD before you go before out there. Before you go on. <laughs> and you'll be really entertaining. <laughs> scratch that idea. It's not a good one. Um, look, no, seriously, Howard, the, the only bit of advice, I'll give, you, I'll give you a bit of advice. Don't be a bore. Go out there prepared and, um, and look at the audience ahead of time and realize nobody there is better than you. They're a bunch of assholes and you'll be fine. <laughs> right, Robin? It might be nice to just love everybody out there. That's not my advice. That's Robin's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't see that as a plus. <laughs> and, uh, and then end with a bit, and end and end with your biggest joke. And in the banking community, that? you know what that is. You turn to the bankers and you go, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if money doesn't grow on trees, why do banks have branches? <laughs> Where uh, where do penguins keep their money? Where? In a snowbank. <laughs> I'm killing. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Uh, shit, Leave me alone, Mike. Howard, thank you. Thank you, yo. Mike.
Mike the banker. But really, we have to do something about your <laughs> attitude. Hey, it's a, that's how I speak. I really do that. I go, you know, there's nobody here that really I should be intimidated by. Nobody's trying my- to intimidate you. They would, <laughs> they love you and Listen, they want to hear from you. I have my process. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you have to do. <laughs> I'm telling you, it works like a charm. Well, you're a good public speaker. It must no. be working. But boy, well, that's hell on your own psyche. Yeah, the other thing they tell you, which I've never been able to do, is they say, like, kind of look at one person and concentrate on that person. And, like, you're talking to one person as opposed to a group. But I, I can't do that. I I just talk. And I don't really concentrate or look at anyone. You know? I just kind of talk. That's it. But the best public speaker in the world is Dave Chappelle. That's right. He has an off day every once in a while. Not that I've seen. I have. Oh, stop it. You I haven't have. been anywhere. I didn't like those last two specials. Oh, my God. And I talked to other people. No, and people I got to shut you down on me. that. No, no, no one agrees with you. Yes, me. they do. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, come on. <laughs> you might be a pelican, but. A pelican? What are you again? A dove? A dove. A dove. Her high school says she's a dove. <laughs> it's something. I don't know what, but you're wrong about that. Dave Chappelle's last Netflix special was beyond what I've ever seen anyone do on stage. No. The first two were great. Okay. The second we know that, but no. Two, no. Not so much. No, 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 no. No. This time you're wrong. Banking jokes. Did you hear the one, Robin, about the masked man who walked up to the teller and he says, this is a robbery. And the teller says, no, this is a bank. (laughs) See, I'm killing. I hope that guy's got a pen and paper and sitting by the the radio. You know, I had a can opener once. It didn't work. You know what I called it? What? A can't opener. (laughs) Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. And thank you, bankers. Good night, everybody. <laughs> That's how you kill at a banking convention. In fact, if I was addressing for real a bank convention, I wouldn't talk about banking at all. Well, he's got to introduce people. I think there's some new employees or something. Right. Well, then you go like, hey, this guy's name is Dave Smith. Uh, everybody knows him. And everyone says bankers are Jewish, but Smith doesn't sound Jewish to me. So let's give a big round of applause to Dave. How's that? <laughs> By the way, ladies and gentlemen, did I tell you the one about the guy who put his money in the freezer because he wanted uh, cold, hard cash? You remember that one, Robin? I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that one. That's an oldie but a goodie. Right. Hey, now, Jeff. This is Jeff. You there, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, er. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, you got to have... Uh... I register Shawnee on more. Uh, yeah, this, that's crazy. Uh, can you imagine living in the development and, you know, going out to fry your turkey, having a machete and a gun and being around <laughs> in a circle and the cops will be at your house in three seconds? Yeah. I mean, and, and what you need, I like when he goes, ever, what you need to do is pee what, uh, around the uh, around the yard. Well, yeah. Because yeah, the, think of the ridiculousness of that. Dog men 
are afraid of pee. Yeah. No, they're well, not. Did Shuley ever go on that camping trip? Because my 12-year-old son, I let him listen to your content occasionally. And Fourth of July weekend, we were driving up to the lake. And, I mean, we were rolling. I had to pull over. My eyes were tearing up, and I couldn't even keep my eyes open. He was laughing, and we listened to it over and over on the boat over the weekend. Well, I'll tell you was, what. It, it, I wasn't going to say I wasn't going to say anything to you, uh, Jeff. But because you're such a high-register Sean fan, I'm going to let this out. I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. Next week, we have a couple of Christmas shows planned. One of them is going to be a Christmas edition of Holly Weird Squares. And guess what? Okay. High Register Sean is one of the squares. Oh, boy. Okay. What? All right. What do you mean, oh, oh boy? boy. Hmm? You said you wanted more high register. You know, I just let the cat yeah. out of the bag, and then you and then you you go, oh, boy. You said you no, want them. great. No, we're we're heading to Florida next week on vacation. We'll be able to listen to Sirius and, and listen you. to it over and over again. All right, all right, thanks, Jeff. I'm hanging up on him. He goes, I got. I hope you have more high ridges, Sean. I was I had to pull the car over. My son was laughing. I'm laughing, right? Yeah. And then I say to him, Okay, you know what I'm going to tell you. <coughs> high register, Sean is one of the Hollywood squares next uh, next week. Oh boy. He goes, Oh boy. Fuck you. What's that all about? I'll tell you what it's about. We have the weirdest audience. I'm officially declaring this the age of morons. Right. Our leaders are morons. And it seems our listeners are morons. I know. Our leaders are morons. <laughs> he said day when I'm smarter than some of our leaders. I said the other day that comedians now have to start making sense because our leaders won't. Right. You don't have time to be funny. Hey, Chris. Chris from Canada. Hey, man. Hey, now. Yeah. All right, how's it going? First time, long time. Right. How are you? Hey, uh, dude, I couldn't hear the end of the segment yesterday, but that gender activist was infuriating me. Z. And you, Z, they, whatever. Uh, I, hey, I'm all for gender activism, and you were being so kind, and you're being really nice, and I just wanted you to tell her to fuck off. Well, I'll really tell you true. what, I did, but um, I, I got to tell you, a lot of people wrote in about Z. Uh, Z describes... You're so rude. The, Z describes themselves as Apache gender-fluid vegan activist. And declares oh that that is a profession. Or something. Oh. <laughs> that's a that's a profession of hate, what, she's, uh, what they are spewing there. It's... Uh, we're cutting off our testicles. I'm a cisgender male, right? I'm a white cisgender male. I'm right up her alley of hatred. And uh, well, yeah, you better give up those testicles. A lot I of people. A lot of people had a negative reaction. I fucking hate this annoying person. He, she, they, whatever this whatever is. Whatever they are. It gives all genders well, a bad name. While listening, well, I'm I'm all for proper pronouns and I'm all for activism, but that's just spewing hatred. And I wanted you to so badly. To just tell her to shut the fuck up, you're on my show. While listening to Z in my car, I felt like crashing into a tree. Who the hell was this person speaking to you like that? I'm losing my mind. No respect. I feel like screaming. This one says, oh, my God, Z has issues with men, plain and simple. This is what's wrong with the young generation. Get this yeah. mental asshole off the air. What a loon. Trying to be so Could you tell, Robin, looking what? at Z, whether... Z was born a man or woman? I could not. No, I was trying as hard as I could to listen like for something female. that would be a clue or find some... more female. It had like a female uh, tone that 
made herself a male, kind of like yeah. a You think? Bono. But I you don't, don't know. know for sure. I don't know for sure. Well, not, I'm, so, not for sure, but I've heard enough. And, right? and Z wouldn't sign a release to go on TV, but I do have a picture I'm trying to get oh, a release really? on so I can put ah, it on. Ah, no doubt. Yeah. Ah, no doubt. I'm going to put the picture out. Um, but by we the way, couldn't find out anything. Like, she wouldn't. Or he, he wouldn't, or I mean, they Z, wouldn't, yeah. or Z wouldn't. Hey, hey. <laughs> right. I was very really confused by the whole thing. Uh, this email, get this Z off the air. They can't identify other people as woman or white male, but get offended if you even ask his or her's gender. This Z is so flaming rude to you. And this one was uh, kind of positive. Z sounds hot, signed Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> uh, and here's another one. I love Z. All of her points were so progressive. As rude as she or he was, or says, you know, as rude as she was, we need people like this to raise awareness. More Z. Wow. I don't think we need that to raise awareness because well, that was just fear and hatred right there. Z was a big hit, Every, evidently. She would go right toward, or it's Zay, sorry. They were going right towards any cisgender male, white cisgender male, and just spew hatred saying, well, you should die already. Like, tell you what, I was shocked by the people in the street being even angrier than Z. Yeah. So uh, there you go. No doubt. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Chris. Wanted to cut testicles off. Thank you very much. We're going to take a break. We'll get back. We're getting the 21 fart salute right after these words. I love this song. Once I was seven years old, my mama told me going to make. Beautiful song. Lucas Graham, ladies and gentlemen. Years old, my mama, mama told me, go make yourself some friends or you'll be lonely. Once I was seven years old. Who is this guy? It's pretty good. But does he have any other Does he have any other songs? We were bigger, pushing each other to God, the if he could write this, he should be able to write some other good songs. By 11, smoking herb and drinking burning liquor. Never rich, so we were out to make that When he gets up to like. Once I was 11 years old, my Once I was. Soon I'll be 60 years old. It fucks me up. I don't know what happens though. Then he turns sixty, and what happens? See if I can look up the lyrics. Soon I'll be sixty years old. My daddy got sixty-one. Remember life, and then your life becomes a better one. Soon I'll be sixty years old. I well, I think the world is cold. I don't know. It's very depressing, but I, I like it. Speaking of depressing. Jeff the Drunk, you're on the air. <laughs> hey, Jeff. hey, who's in um, Hollywood Square? Uh-oh. Did you forget to put him in? You know, I wasn't going to advance promote Hollywood Squares, but, you know, it's funny. Here's how it came about. We were sitting around talking about what do we want to do for Christmas this year on the show. I had a big meeting, kicking around ideas with all the people who work here. And, uh, you know... Someone, I don't remember who, but said, you know, hey, we should do another Hollywood Squares. And I was like, you know, we haven't done one in a long time. Let's do it. So what we did was we we got a whole bunch of pictures of all different people who would be potentially really good in the Hollywood Squares. And um, the guys uh, held up the pictures in the actual square box. Like ah, it looked like a tic-tac-toe board. Right. And I would just sit there like like a king and go, okay, he's in, he's out, he's in, he's out. It was a gas 
casting director's uh, yeah. job. Yeah. I get to be casting director on Hollywood Squares. So it's funny that Jeff's calling up asking who's in Hollywood Squares. So, of course, Jeff's picture, the guys did put his picture of up. Of course. Hey, Jason, do you remember the meeting? Wasn't Jeff eliminated quicker than anybody? <laughs> the fastest elimination ever? You were in the meeting. I was in the meeting. Well, yeah, and I, I, it was even worse than that. We, his pictures didn't even make it to you. <gasps> I don't think. Uh, I don't. Think no, no. You oh, should. You, yeah, I, I saw his picture, okay. and I go, "No, forget it," because he sucks. Every. It Jeff, was so fast. The it last, was the I'll first tell you why it was yeah. fast, though. <laughs> the last time you were in, you came in stoned. I I talked to you. What was it? it was during Whack Pack Conclave. Conclave. During Whack Pack Conclave, yeah. he's here to be one of our greatest Whack Packers of all time. And he lobbied to get in. Lobbied, lobbied so hard. hard. He's always and a he pain fell in apart. the ass to get down. He here. wouldn't talk. Yeah, he was sleeping. And then he fell asleep during the show. And then right when he started to come out of the haze, that's when the segment was over. Yeah. I'll tell you how bad you did in the elimination process. Bobo lasted longer than you. <laughs> that is pretty fucking bad. Yeah, we eliminated you before Bobo. You were barely a consideration. Yeah, Jeff, no, you you, you really, in fact, um, like high register Sean was in in a minute because the guy, yep. you, come on, the guy's a home he run. Gives. He gives. He's a gives. giver. He's a giver. He's not a taker. <laughs> Oh fuck off! No, Jeff, I'm, I'm. You asked, so you know you want the answer. No, you, no, you want me to get pissed? No, I don't. Yeah, no. That's Wait a minute, Jeff. Want, have you want... listened to what was said? What did you hear me say just now? I heard you say, Jeff, you're terrible. No, nope, never you. said you were terrible. That's what I fucking heard. Here's what you heard. I'll say you're angry. The, la the last. Jeff, you're a fucking asshole. No. no. See, this is why you can't do Nobody better. You. You're a fucking loser. And um, fuck you. That's what I heard. No, no. that wasn't what was said That's at all. exactly what I heard. Well, no. Oh, I did was... he hang up? No. No, I didn't hang up. All right. <laughs> I was saying you were a bore. I didn't say you were an asshole. Yeah. Now, what was said, Jeff... That's what made. That's how I felt. Listen, it was not no, about you your feelings, listen. Jeff. I felt like I was dead. Fuck you, to Jeff. But that's, that's not. What I heard. That's not listening, Jeff. That's feeling. I wish that's I could tell you how I put that much thought into it. Uh, well, anyway, <laughs> so we do have a great lineup yeah. for Hollywood Squares. I feel it's going to be a home Good, run. Enjoy yourself. Oh, well, you know what they said, Jeff? You'd be a better listener. <laughs> No, I just remember the meeting, and it wasn't Matter like we... Fact, you probably don't have many of the show listeners in the fucking Hollywood Squares. No, listeners should be listening. I what? bet you none of them listen to the Should show. I announce the lineup of who's yeah, in the Yeah, I'm excited about the yes. lineup, so... All right, I you want to give it the lineup? You want to give the lineup, or should you give it to me, and I'll announce the lineup? How is your Are show? You, your show well, here's the thing. <laughs> We could announce the lineup, but don't fuck it up in the sense that you're going to, uh, you know, make it sound dull. I mean, this is exciting. Right, I'll, I'll print the list for you. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to mess around. Because Jeff wants to. All right, you can tell. What did he just say? Oh, here's the list. I got it. Can I announce them? No. All right. So imagine the Hollywood Squares next week. In the top row. I can hit them. Nikki Glazer's on the left, the, the, the master roaster of all time. So love her. Right. In the in, next to Nikki Glazer, a big get, Jackhammer <gasps> will be oh, here. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. In person, in the flesh. Jackhammer. He's bringing all of his flesh. He's bringing it all, Robin, for you. <laughs> oh, I hope he wears very little. Next to Jackhammer, um, Ross Matthews. 
Who's Ross Matthews? Who's Ross Matthews? And Ross the intern from... Uh, oh, Ro- well, I don't know Ross the intern's last name. He's a so perfect uh, Hollywood Squares guy. Of course he is. All right. In the middle, on the left-hand side, underneath Nikki Glaser, so he can look up Below her skirt. Hello, Nikki. Lenny Dykstra. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, center Square. Ready, ready for this one, Jeff? Mom. What? Can, Mom? Nope. She didn't make it in. Center Square. Wendy, the slow adult. <gasps> Wendy will be here? Yeah, yep. she's making the trip somehow from Florida. Wow. She can't walk. Yeah. Even though that she's, is huge. Just straight out of a... Uh, and so is she. <laughs> straight out of a facility. Now, sitting next to Wendy, the slow adult, on the right-hand side, the one, the only, Sour Shoes. Well, uh, sour Shoes? That's right. We're getting him to come into the studio? Now, listen to this lineup. On the bottom, starting at the left-hand side of your screen, Mark the Bagger. All right. I'm looking forward to that. I was going to shout that out. Right next to Mark the Bagger, High Register Sean. Wow. Probably the two most impactful whackbackers this year. Yeah, they, they, they killed it this they, year. They were hitting it out of the park. And then sitting next to High Register Sean is Alex Jones. Right, That's right. Alex Jones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know. Uh, Jeff, All you right. know you couldn't be on this panel. Yeah. And if and if Sour Shoes doesn't show up, Bill Cosby will be. <laughs> We're getting him out of prison. We're going to spring him from jail. Who's on the bottom? On the bottom is uh, Mark the Bagger, High Register, Sean, and Alex Jones. Oh, Alex Jones. So you understand, Jeff. Jeff, yeah. you get it. You didn't right. make the cut. Yeah. But honestly, in the old days, you would have, because I'm always remembering back. I think Jeff the Drunk's best performance that almost happened. We used to, see, with Jeff, you have to, like, plan for him. Right. We had this idea where, remember we had that one-armed girl on who won the beauty pageant? Yes. She won the amputee beauty pageant. We were yeah. going to have Jeff play her in ping pong, and we were going to take Jeff's bad arm and, t- and like, tie a ping pong racket next right. to it. Uh-huh. And then she was going to play him in ping pong to see who would win. Right. But, uh... What happened? Worked out was- what happened is it's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> Everything, you know, when Jeff first started coming on the show, he'd show up and he'd already be drunk and worked up about something. And we would never, like, ply someone with alcohol. So right. when he shows up and now he's Mr., you know. Well, what happens is now he smokes and, weed. And he, oh, and the edibles, too. That's that's what knocked yeah. him the fuck out. And knocked him out. And I'm talking yeah. to the guy. And this is a guy who begged me every day to come right. down here. He gets on and starts sleeping yeah. and won't answer a question. Right. You can't even lift your head to speak. Yeah, you couldn't lift your head that day. Well, yeah, well. That is not a good performance, Jeff. Stop well, being a professional, dude. You guys fucking took away my fucking dynamite. Alcohol, motherfucker. Mm. Well. Uh, I can't help that. I can't have you, you know, listen. That's, Jeff, no, the, that's, I mean, a Mark the Bagger doesn't need dynamite. Right. Yeah, he doesn't need a can of spinach. He's not Popeye. <laughs> Wendy gives every time. She's 100% for whatever's going on every time she's here. Yeah, she's we a- don't buy Wendy fast food. She shows up with giant Mountain Dews in her hand already. Yeah, I, I, I never asked nobody to buy me beer. That's not the point, but whatever. No, it is the point. No, what it's you just, do when you're here is the like, point. I'm begging you for fucking beer money. I'm not. 
I never had you for freaking anything. Way to miss the point. By the way, Brent and Caitlin were originally going to be in one of the squares. They were supposed to be center square. Yeah, but uh, they backed out when they heard Jack Hammer was on. What is the deal there? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Originally, Brent told me that um, Brent and Caitlin don't care if Jack Hammer was here, and then they ba- then they bagged out. Yeah, originally that the issue was we wanted to put Jack Hammer and Caitlin in the same right. That I was the big that. issue. Yeah. So then we said, okay, well, what about Brent and Caitlin in one square, and the Jack Hammer in a separate square? And for a while that was okay, yeah. but then that became not okay. I don't get it. So we decided to go with Jack Hammer. So yeah, so Brent and Caitlin backed out, but Jack Hammer is in. Yeah, what is it, truly? No, no, I'm just here, you know, Jeff likes to paint the picture uh, the way he sees it. Because he's always a victim. Right. <laughs> but it's like, you, you don't bring anything to the table, Jeff. You, 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 the last two days worth of calls. You want to know what his topics were today? And before he changed it to this, his topic today was, I've never seen Home Alone. That's what he was on hold to talk to you about. And then yesterday he wanted to sing a Christmas carol to you. Is that right, Jeff? You've never seen Home Alone? Never saw it. Fascinating. The fuck are we supposed to do with that information? Yeah, what is your point? <clears throat> okay, okay, bye, guys. No, don't say goodbye. Bye. Have a have a nice Merry. What, what was your Merry p- fucking Christmas. No, what was your point? Fuck you. What? <laughs> you happy? No, yeah. I'm not happy. What the fuck, Howard? I'm Have asking. You now I'm talking to you, and you won't. I'm fucking throw. You, you... I'm just fucking doing nothing. <laughs> Jeff. And you guys are all fucking piling on, getting me on, fuck you. Jeff. Merry Christmas. Jeff. Everybody. Jeff. Jeff. But. Let me talk. Hello? He just has to put the phone down. Oh, he puts the he, he, he drops it or he something. He picks it up. He puts the handset down when you talk, and then he Jeff, picks it up. Here's the deal. You called me and said, who's in the Hollywood squares? I, and you asked me why you're not. And I told you because the last time you were here, you fell asleep on the air. I didn't. I didn't do anything wrong. And then, then you say you call in because you want to make the statement you've never seen the movie Home Alone. All right, I'm going with you. I say you. Know, to you I was thinking. I say to you. Time. I, I'm just digging for shit to say, motherfucker. Okay. You want me to have different shit to say? So now I'm trying I to talk to you about it. Shit to say. I'm trying okay. to Jeff. Well, tell Martin not to fucking go with that. I wouldn't have went with it. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. I'm, I'm going with it. Tell me about this. You say you never saw the movie Home Alone. Never saw Home Alone. Okay. What about that? How, how does that make you feel? It was just a fucking it was just a fucking um thought. Right. I was, there's no thought behind it. Now, now, Home Alone. It's a thought with no thought behind. <laughs> you now, make something now home, out of it. I'll make something. All right, you let me work with you on this. Maybe yeah. you're on to something. No, I'm just saying. Now, Home Alone. Was, don't you find that peculiar that I never saw Home Alone? And, ironically, I'm home alone all the fucking time. <laughs> now you're talking. That's the point. Have you ever seen any of the other Macaulay Culkin movies? No. Okay. Now, you know that Home Alone was released. You know that he, um, he's like, ooh, like, puts his hands on his face and makes that ooh, ooh, or something. And I really don't give a fuck about him. But. So you don't give a fuck about Home Alone. No. Yet, uh, you say, gee, it's weird I haven't seen Home Alone. So you must right. on some level be bothered by this. No, because 
I know it's a Christmas movie. You know, that's the only reason why I said that. Well, I, let me tell people that's a story a about you. I know Christmas movies are important to you. When your mother was alive, rest in peace. Yes. The we two of you watch. used to sit in your trailer. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You would watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the cartoon, every I'm year I'm glad together. you told us what he said. Uh, let me tell you. And he, Shut the fuck up, Robin. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Reindeer. Are there other... <laughs> Jeff, are there other Christmas movies, perhaps like The Grinch, that you have not seen? Maybe we can work with that. Maybe this, there's an interesting pattern here. No, I've, I've seen The Grinch every fucking year. All right, so we've narrowed it down. I've never The Grinch. So what we've, what we've figured out now today, and this is interesting, Jeff, mm -hmm. you're right. Out of all the Christmas movies, you've pretty much seen all the major ones, but not Home Alone. Never. And Home Alone was released around 1990, which would make it almost 30 years that you've had the opportunity every Christmas to watch. Yeah. Isn't this something? It's amazing. Wow. wow, you're right. This is interesting. Oh, stop it. Did you see Scrooged? Scrooge is a classic. What year? Alistair Sims? That's yes. the best. You're right about that. Yes, you are. Now, I would imagine you've seen Miracle on 34th Street. I would imagine in black and white, bitch. What about Elf? Do you watch Elf? I've seen Elf. You've what? seen um, uh, What a Life? What a Wonderful Life. What a Wonderful Good. Life. A so I'm asking my audience. How the hell did Home Alone slip through the cracks here? What, do you That's see it saying. and then turn but it I've off, Jeff? Before and I've seen after. This is going to keep me up all night. Is it, you think it's one of those things where he's flipping the channels and he's always just hitting the middle of the movie and it never is the beginning? Is that no, why you've never seen I it? I don't think that's I've it. I've never seen it. You've any never of seen it. any of it. Okay. But it's on so much at Christmas time, <laughs> you'd have to run into it. It's no, I've never it. seen it. Look what about people... uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol? I don't Carol. have cable, by the way. Oh, you, you don't cable. have cable. Oh, you don't. It doesn't so, matter. So do you have, like, rabbit ears on your TV? Um, no, I have digital. Digital, okay. You got streaming? But, you have you Netflix? No, it's all, um, you know, free TV. Right, right, no Netflix. Right. Right. No, I get Netflix. That's on the computer. Right. Not on TV. Hello. All right. All right. Well, you know what? You're right. This has been amazing. It only took four people to make it interesting. Right. Yeah. I yeah. still don't think it was that interesting. <laughs> oh, my God. He hasn't seen Home Alone. Right? <laughs> he, what he planet you on? Interesting. He started this premise saying it really isn't an interesting premise, but I've never seen Home Alone. But I got to tell you, it's turning into a big topic. <laughs> it is. It Can is. you call it us is. next year with the same topic? It <laughs> is. You know, you should be like, uh, remember Jay Thomas always went on David Letterman with that same story every year about the Lone Ranger? <laughs> every year from now on, Jeff should call us at Christmas and tell his Home Alone story yes. that he never sees it. It's a thought without a thought. I just had a thought. With no thought. Wait, no, I didn't. <laughs> False alarm. Oh, no, no, just, there's nothing behind the thought. It's just a funny thought. Oh, we're aware. Yeah. No, we know there's nothing behind it. There's a new thing he does with his voice now. Yeah. Like when he'll talk, uh, he'll take like a breath in, but there's like a little bit of word that he does at the same time. So it almost sounds like a record playing backwards. Like he'll go, listen. <laughs> like he'll have that little. Just like a buildup? Yeah. It's like Are you talking about on, on, um, on Led Zeppelin 2 where like. <laughs> 
<laughs> det er just that moment. Så, 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 så. Yeah. Listen to me. <laughs> I've never seen Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's like a preamble buildup. Yeah. What is that? Hey, what's going on? Hey, how, you know what I know? It's about Julie. So, you know what I know? It's about Julie. All right. There's not another comic in the world that says I'm a comedian as much as Julie. As a matter of fact, his daughter's first words were I'm a comedian. So you're saying, Jeff, that <laughs> delivered like that, a master. That that Julie yeah. it has to remind people that he's a comedian. Right, yeah, but he says it so often that his daughter's first words. No, no, I got that. We got it. Is this a roast? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to roast him back at all, or are you just? I mean, I think life's pretty much done that. (laughs) I don't. I don't need a a one-liner. You don't have a zinger. No, he got you pretty bad. How about that? That's a pretty interesting observation. I've never had the I've what? never had I've never had the fire department pick me up nude in my bathtub. <laughs> this isn't a roast. This is facts. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't have jokes. I have statistics, dude. Jeff, any other Shuli zingers? Bathtub, okay. What? I said I wasn't nude in Baltimore, but then I remembered. Oh yeah, I wasn't up. That was you, you got an impression of what yeah. you just said? <laughs> I was uh, the Baltimore. I was never nude. Get it? Then he goes, Oh, I was. Oh, whoops. I was. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I was a Baltimore. What did you say, Jeff? I said I was not nude when I fell in Baltimore and I had the fireman help me up. But he was talking about when I was home and fell in my bathtub. Yeah, two different occasions. He's fallen nude. Exactly. Nude. Yeah. You got me, motherfucker. Imagine the, the humiliation when the authorities show up. I'm just... down here! <laughs> Poor fireman just wanted to fight fires. Could you uh, stop taking pictures and pick me up? There was, like, there was like six guys in full fireman suits. Oh, dear. I door. Were you late? Were you on your stomach? Was your ass up? Um, no, I was on my back. <laughs> oh, Can you no. imagine a guy like he trains in the fire department <laughs> yeah. and like it's probably his vision <laughs> is going to be of really risking his life. But then, all dressed up. All of a sudden, they show up, <laughs> and there's this fucking guy naked, like this completely out of shape. His fat ass is fucking. He's on his stare. back like a turtle. Yeah, on right, right. Hey! <laughs> his cock and balls and everything in that fucking cowboy hat. And firemen and, don't make much money. No. He's a human cockroach. <laughs> and you, they've got to go get him. And, you can, and flip him over. And you could imagine, like, these guys afterwards, like, you're not even going to believe what the fuck just happened. We got called in, and this guy's naked in his tub, and we have to lift him out. Like, that's not even part of their See, job. See, now, what you have to do, Howard, is realize that they're not sitting around in those outfits. Right. So when they get the call, they slip into that outfit and come down the pole. Sometimes they're eating dinner. they got to leave the food yeah, there. Yeah, and so- then they jump on on this truck and it goes roaring to Jeff's house. Yeah, and their resentment is like they're called in for a fire. It's like they're not supposed to be rescuing a naked guy in a tub. <laughs> like why did they even say what Jeff? Is the emergency. Why here? did they even send a, a fire department over? I mean, oh, I remember why. Why? Because he weren't you on Periscope and they called nine one one. Yes. Yeah. So he was on Periscope, and but what they did the heard cops show fall. up for that? But yeah, why the fire department? Well, because I was like. 
I was on Scoba, and I was like, hey, help, help. And so people, they called, from my scope, they called the go fireman. You want me to translate? Yeah, go ahead. So he was, <laughs> <laughs> I was on Scoba, and the fellas was hurt. Like, hey, hey. I mean, it's pretty simple. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Did a death rattle. (laughs) Anybody want to hear that Arnold Schwarzenegger is pissed off at Jeff for not watching his movie? Oh, shit. But Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't in Home Alone. No. Not that I remember. No. Hold on. Let me handle this. Look, Arnold. Arnold don't know what he's talking about. Arnold. Yeah, listen, I want to ask this this idiot, did you even see my classic movie, Jingle All the Way? Never. Fuck you! <laughs> One of the classic Christmas movies of all time, Jeff. What the hell is wrong with you? Come on, Sinbad and I were fucking incredible. <laughs> I never saw it. I never will. But listen, Jeff. I like Terminator, though. Christmas isn't Terminator just about movies. Jeff, it's not about the movies or the toys or the DVD players. It's about spending time with the people you care about and then fucking them. Ah! All right. <laughs> okay, go fuck your maid. All right, Jeff, thank you. I on a, on a happy note. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next week. That laugh of his is unbelievable. That's the happy note. On a happy note, I'll talk to you next week. On a happier note, you won't hear from me for a week. Shut the fuck up. All right, have a good one, guys. You got to work on his laugh. That it? laugh is amazing. You need to smoke more to get that yeah, laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, where's that fucking puppet? Buppet. Buppet. Hey, where's the fucking puppet? I drew, I drew a white beard. All right, thanks, Jeff. Hey, Howard. Yeah. Ah, white beard. I'm going to send you a picture right now. He needs you to make the puppet authentic. Could I you hum- stop sending dick pics to people? I, I was I at a show Saturday night. I hung up on him. We don't have a Jeff puppet. No, I got rid of him. I mean, it's enough. <laughs> no, you know, he wants a Jeff puppet. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny, you know, going with the uh, Home Alone premise, but, you know. I've never seen you work that hard in interviews. Yeah, no, I'm exhausted. I have to go home now. <laughs> Looking forward to next year's up. You know what? As long as we're on a whack pack theme, the, I got to play you guys this. This will be fun for you. And then I'm going to get, I got to get Will the Farter in for the 21 uh, fart salute. Something important. Is he yeah. getting ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's all, he's all amped up because he was, he's been ready since eight o'clock. <laughs> oh, uh, but this is kind of fun. Here's high pitched. Have you heard this, Shuli? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's great. Robin, you haven't heard this. Uh-uh. Um, so high pitch, uh, <laughs> He was sitting at home yesterday. We knew it because he never, he don't leave that much. <laughs> so Chris Wilding, who of course is gay and Eric, although Eric is not gay, loves Chris Wilding. So Chris called him up and came on to him on the phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Eric, how you doing? Oh my God. Is this my Chris Wilding? Yes, it is. You know, I wanted to call you, Eric, because... It's the holidays right now, and I'm all alone, and, like, I know you're straight, but I was wondering if we could, I don't know, have a little gay phone sex? Okay, we, oh yeah, I do it with you anytime. I have this fantasy that, like, it's Christmas Eve, and I'm sitting by the fireplace, completely nude, and I hear a big bellowing, ho, 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 and it's you dressed as Santa coming down the chimney. 
Chris Wilden. It's me. Oh, hi, Santa. You were sitting by the fireplace with a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Can we roll over and have some fun yeah, on the carpet? I'd be fingering my little hole for Santa. No. Oh, my God, you are hot. You like... Chris, you, Chris you're going to be hard. Yeah, you fucking hard. Are you fucking hard? Mm-hmm. Can you slap that dick up against the phone? Hey, Chris, I have an erectile dysfunction. What? My dick is hard. You're erect? Yeah. Oh, that's not a dysfunction, but can you slap it against the phone? I don't know if it'll work. Just try to rub it against whatever's down there. Well, the phone might not reach that far. Oh, it's so fucking hot. My little elf. You, you are my little elf. I'm going to fucking squeeze you tight mm. and never let you go. Yeah. Wrap you around my belly. Yeah. Like a baby in a harness. Mm -hmm. Come here. Yeah. Fuck me, little elf. I want to stick those cans, candy cans up your fucking uh. asshole. Oh, my God, Santa. Oh, I want to yeah. fuck you so bad. I'm, I'm going to write ho, ho, ho on your face. And come all over your face. And all oh. over your chest. Oh, Santa, I want to hear you come. Oh, I'm coming with you. Come with face. me. Come with you, little elf. Come here, little elf. Oh. Let me come in your mouth. My mouth is open. Feed me. Feed me your milk. I'm feeding you my juice. Uh, uh, oh, I'm going to swallow. I'm going to swallow. You ready, Santa? Yeah, swallow for me. Ah, uh, so, ah. Uh. Does the body good? You're strong, and you're, you're a brave little elf. Merry Christmas, Eric. Merry Christmas, my little elf. I love you. I'll talk to you soon, Santa. Bye, elf. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was hot, huh? Wow. Eric, you're not gay, right? It's so steamy. No, Chris is always my baby elf. That was quite a scenario you were building there. Yeah, but let's be clear, Robin. Eric is not gay. No, he just wants to strap his little elf to him like a baby. And come in his mouth. Yeah. Listen, I have... Listen, Howard, I really bought Chris a wedding ring. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to propose to him? If I, if you can, I think hmm. I will. What? Who cares? What? <laughs> like, is anything interesting coming out of it? Do you know what erectile dysfunction is? Yeah, what was that all about? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't have erectile dysfunction, do you? I don't know. Well, it's when you're hard, isn't it? What, what no. Do you think? <laughs> it's not when you're hard. I have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Why would the word dysfunction be in it? You think erectile? When, do you think erectile dysfunction is when you're hard? Uh, yeah, I mean that's what I heard. Who told you that? That's what's well, that's what someone told me. That's what that that's what an old friend told me. That can I tell you something? I think some of these old friends like are goofing on you. Yeah, they're not being straight with you. Okay, can you explain to me what it is? Yeah, it's when guys can't get hard. 
Oh, that, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, I, I learned so much from you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I, I, I tell you the truth. Yeah, you should stop learning from other people. They're lying to you. But now the question is: Are do you are you uh, do you have erectile dysfunction, Eric? No, not now. Not after that phone call. You were hard. Yeah. Do you have erectile dysfunction with women? Yes. Ah. Oh. Oh. Well, he's never <laughs> been around one to get hard. So. No, he did. He claims yeah. he fucked a woman. Certain woman, Chris Wilder. What? So, Eric, why don't you just say you're gay? Chris Wilder, I am. And, and by the way, did, and did you hear that Chris just bottomed, which means in the gay community he took it in the ass? Yes, I heard that, and I'm not happy about that. Because you feel jealous? Yes. It's like he cheated on you. Yes. Do you think you could get hard and put your penis in Chris's bottom? If he came to my house personally without a camera, yes. Is it all right if I'm there to monitor it? Yes. Mm, all right. Well, <laughs> seems like you got your next assignment, Brenda Star. We got to jump in the van. See yeah. you later. <laughs> <laughs> Will you I let Chris... Will you let Chris put it in your backside? If you want the two, yes. Oh. Mm. Would wow. You, would you put your tongue in Chris's ass? Would I let... Wait, do we uh. that again? <laughs> He's getting confused. Would you put your tongue in Chris's butt? Like eat his butt? Would I let, would I let Chris... No, would you put your tongue... In Chris's asshole. No, that would be so gross. No. <laughs> you don't want to put your tongue in Chris's asshole? No. Hmm. Will you lick his balls and accidentally slip your tongue in his asshole? It happened. No. Will you lick his balls? No. Oh. Would you suck his penis? No, I was like, do that to me. Oh, everything's well, got to be done. What are you doing in this thing? Yeah, you're great. Yeah. So Chris is going to sit there with blue oh, balls. Yeah, he's got to work all day. <laughs> the one you love. Chris sounds like uh, it's a one-sided relationship. Hey, Eric. Oh, hey, Chris. I have, listen, you want, can I, you want to propose next week on the show? I would much and prefer I'll if we could fuck live on the air. You want to oh, go get married in City Hall? That way, that way I can keep you in the United States. I just want to fuck. I'll make you, I'll make that with you on the couch. Yeah, and you won't eat my ass? I'm going to throw up from you, too. <laughs> oh, I'll French you on the couch. Your little elf wants you to eat out his little hole. <laughs> I want my baby elf to take my shirt off and kiss my chest and tuck my, tuck my nipples. Yeah, oh God. with the tip of my tongue. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh Santa, I love licking your folds. Oh, my God. While you do that, I'll sneak that ring on your finger 
למינו במרד אז נקדם You're like Michael Jackson with the marriage thing. Yeah, like, you I come don't right get to it. <laughs> really? Meanwhile, you know, uh, by the way, a lot of email about Chris losing his anal virginity, but this is really uh, unbelievable. On the wrap-up show yesterday, some caller jerked off to Chris's story. Wow. What? Anal- yeah, do you know about this? No. no. Yeah, listen to this. This is from the wrap-up show yesterday with uh, Gary and John. Hey, guys. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not completely proud to say it, um, but I did record the segment and of him talking, and I did jerk off listening back to it when I got home. Which part, because, Thomas? Oh, with Chris, when he took it in the ass for the first time. Like, gotcha. I actually am gay but haven't taken it, so that was very exciting for me. Wow. Very exciting. Well, that, that guy better stay away from Chris. Hey, what do you think of that guy who... Uh, Put his dick in Chris's asshole. You better stay away from Chris. He ate my ass out too, Eric. Where's he right now? <laughs> He's in South America. Well, tell him to stay in South America and tell him not to come near you. But I, Eric, I wouldn't marry a guy who wouldn't eat out my ass. Yeah, yeah he'd eat everything. better do that. Why wouldn't you eat that? By the way, Eric, uh, normally we can't allow you to fuck Chris in the ass uh, here on the air, but uh, this is exciting news. Jim Meyer, who runs the company, is going to give us a special uh, waiver where you will be. Jim, is that you? Good morning, Howard. Listen, just this once, we're allowing penetration at Sirius XM Pandora. We can't pass this one up. Right. Thanks, Jim. Jim's in our corner. He knows cool. that means more subscriptions. He knows that subscriptions will triple. He knows great radio. Sure, Jim, I know normally you don't want that you have a no penetration policy, but this is just too good, right? Listen, this is going to put goddamn radios in those motherfucking cars. <laughs> wilding, or you're fired. Yes, sir. Ah, that's right. Mr. Thanks. Martin, Human Newman's on line one. Hold my calls, Carol. I'm trying to align ass fucking right now. <laughs> Get out of here. Jim, uh, Human Newman's on the other line. You want to take it? Human Newman can wait. God bless Sirius XM Pandora and fuck Spotify in the ass. Right. <laughs> okay, Jim, don't worry. I'm lining this up. I'll, I'll get it done. That's my star talent boy. I love my boy, Stern. He's the best. <laughs> And thank, <laughs> and thank you for the special permission uh, to uh, let uh, 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 High Pitch Eric fuck Chris in the ass on the air. Absolutely. Hold on, I can't hear you over the construction. <laughs> when are we going to get finished with all that? <laughs> Don't bring that up, Robin. It's a sensitive subject around here. I, uh, Robin wants to know, not me, Robin wants to know when uh, the construction around here is going to be finished. It's probably going to be finished in early 719. What? <laughs> I think they're working on Jim's end of the building. Uh, All right, high pitch. I got to go. We got 21 fart salute coming up. Can I just tell so, you? So maybe next week we'll come in. Maybe me and Chris will do it. Well, we're pretty booked up between Hollywood Squares, and uh, we got something else planned for Monday, and uh, next week's a Yeah, short I don't week. think you're going to get married before the end of the year. Right. Can I share one thing with I you about Eric you, that I, I learned? Yeah. When you guys come back. What'd you learn? So when, when he was over Thanksgiving, uh, I was talking to him and he told me that he bought uh, another set of police lights for his car. That uh, oh, this geez. one goes in the visor, like you pull down the visor. Hey, Eric. First of all, yeah. do you understand 
How fucking much jail time you'll do if the cops find out you're impersonating a police officer? Yes, but when, when I see a police car, I turn up. What? <laughs> Did you eat your phone again? <laughs> he stuck his phone up his hey, mouth. It got them all. lost in one of the folds. What? Eric, we, we, we didn't hear what you said. When I see a police car or when my waves goes off, say a police ahead in five miles, I turn them off. You mean you're running around all the time with mm-hmm. police lights on? Not all the time, no. <laughs> Just when he wants to get through traffic, Robin. So, what, so let me understand what or happened. Speed. You bought police lights. And let's say you're, I don't know where you're driving and why you're in such a rush. But, but you please ha- tell us so we can avoid it. Yeah, so we know that you need to get somewhere quick. So you, right. tr- you turn on the lights and then all the cars start moving out of your way? Yeah, they move over to the right. It's amazing how they do that, right? <laughs> you better stop that, Eric. And then you go zooming by uh, above the speed limit. Smoking a cigar. No, I'm going, actually, I'm going, to, I'm going the regular speed limit now. I'm not speeding uh, anymore. He's learning. Howard, he wanted to drive. I, I was in Florida last weekend. He wanted to drive from New York to Florida to come to these shows. I go, Eric, do not drive. I go, you're going to hit so many people. Eric, on the way. do you realize yes. that everyone would like to put police lights on and be able to drive through traffic? Right. <laughs> so if you do it, and then other people start doing Everybody's a police officer out there. Okay, I understand. No, you don't. So you did understand the last time. You said you threw out your police lights, but now Shirley tells me you bought additional police lights. But these go on my sun. These go on my sun visor. That way it's not on my windshield. Right. What's but the, it can be seen, right? What's... What's the no, difference? What do you mean? Are the lights facing out or are they facing your face? No, like let's say they're, they're on the wind, they're on the sun visor, but when they pull the sun visor down, then they could be seen. Exactly. That's why people are pulling over because they see in their rearview mirror that you, the police are trying to get through. Not to mention the right. fake badge he has in the glove box too. And, and and if I can be a voice of reason here, people actually have places to go. You don't. There is no rush. <laughs> yeah, if point. anybody should be rushing, it's everyone else who's getting out of your way. But if I have places to go, I'm going to show his comedy show, too. <laughs> no, it's not worth killing people, dude. Trust me. Yeah, but what if he has to get to your comedy show? Then he could be allowed to use police lights. I told him, I go, Eric, do not drive. He goes, I go, it's too long of a distance. He goes... Yeah, but you know what they say? Practice some. Um, practice. Uh... Oh, let's see if he knows. Perfect. What? Pra- practice what? Practice makes perfect. He didn't. I did, literally 40 you seconds. Taught him? And he, no, he goes, what's the word I'm looking for? And I go, oh, I got to go. You got to hear this. Let's see. I have Robin. I'll give you a game. All right. Oh, this game. <laughs> <laughs> we asked Eric. Eric, don't talk during this, okay? Okay. Okay. We asked Eric to finish. Yeah, because, I mean, I want Robin to be able to play. Right. Don't give me the answers. Yeah, we asked Eric a whole bunch of, like, Christmas songs, and could he, you know, fill in the blank? Okay. All right. For another another words, listen to this. All I want for Christmas is my... And so we said, 
you know, all I want for Christmas is my, and we said, Eric, do you know the next word? Oh, okay. Will Eric be able to do it? I'm going to say for this one, yes. You think he'll know my fr- my two front teeth? Yes. All right, lock her in on it. Boy, do you have faith. All I want for Christmas is my present. Oh, God, help me. <laughs> okay, now I see where we are. All right, now you, that was a practice. <laughs> and a question. All right, here's one. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so... Word is delightful, right? Yes. No. This he doesn't know. All right, let's see. Lock her in on a no. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Oh, God. Whoa. See, it's not so easy. Oh, my. Hot. Delightful. Delightful. Shocking. <laughs> Here you go. God rest you, Mary. <laughs> what is the word, Robin? A gentleman. That's correct, but does Eric know no. it? No. No way? No way. God rest you, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Kid's a gold mine. You know, you, know, you never know what you're going to get with Eric. Now, know, now he wants to marry Chris. Have you, oh. have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart. He doesn't know this one either. Lock her in on the no. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be sweet and kind. (laughs) Sweet and kind. (laughs) I can't believe you're using police lights again. After I lectured you on that's against the law. Well, I can't help it. No, yes, you can. You could stay out of those shops and take them off your car and oh, throw them uh, away. So you say you can't help it. Why they is that? They, they don't sell in shops. So, so you just said to me you can't help it. Why is that? Because sometimes I'm in a rush to go somewhere. Yeah, but you what? understand everyone's in a rush. Eric, what's the last place you were in a rush to get to? Where you had to turn on your police lights. To meet, to, to meet my weatherman at an appearance. Um, Wait a to, minute, who's that? The weatherman um, that you have a crush on, uh, oh. he was making an appearance. Yeah. Uh, who is this weatherman? Lonnie Quinn from CBS. <laughs> Lonnie Quinn? Do you notice all your crushes are men? <laughs> all uh, weathermen. I had to go to BJ's and get some stuff on sale. Why is it every time you go somewhere, you have to rush there? Didn't you used to have a crush on different weathermen? Like there was a guy. There was a Channel 5 guy. He still has those crushes. Mike Woods, right? Oh, yeah. I love Mike Woods, too. Yeah. So your guy was having an appearance and you were going there and I guess you got a late start. So then you put on the police lights. Is that correct? Yeah, I made it like two hours ahead of time. <laughs> what? 
So that I understand. That's important. Okay. But wait a minute. He says he was two hours early. <laughs> That's right. I went. I went warp speed. Yeah, Robin. Let's see if you've gotten any better at this. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the. Oh, geez. He's got to be able to get this one. The word we're looking for is what year? Year. Year. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Thank oh, you, okay. Eric. You got that one. Here's the last I've, one. I've gotten the last four in a row. Stop bragging. Uh. <laughs> Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open. He knows that. He's got to know that. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open. Slay. Penis. Yeah. Chris's cock. Ice cream. All right, Eric. Anyway, I want to get to the 21 fart salute. Get rid of the police lights. Yeah, I won't marry you if you keep doing that. Okay, listen. I won't get rid of the police lights, but how if I do, does Chris have a date for for your Christmas party? (laughs) Yeah, I'm bringing the jackhammer. Listen to me. I'll tell you what, maybe if if you really got rid of your police lights, maybe Chris would make out with you on the couch. Is that true, Chris? I'm not going to reward him for not doing something illegal. But how else are we going to get him to do the right thing? Just do the fucking right thing do, before you get do, arrested. I could do karaoke with him at your Christmas party. That's okay. <laughs> you know what he told I'll me? I'll stay away from that, Howard. What did he tell you? He never shaves his bush. Right. He's got this huge fucking pubic hair growth down there. Yeah, Chris, you're going to want him to trim that, yeah. right, if you marry him. It must be matted. Looks like a pine forest. Yeah. Yeah. You know that Sal is back there claiming that High Pitch Eric gave Sal an amazing massage? What? Oh, yeah. How do you know about this? Well, so Eric, like he's been doing lately because he has money in a vehicle now, he just shows up at things that I'm doing. Right. So we d- I did this poker tournament. Uh, uh, me, Sal, and Ronnie were part of this poker tournament a couple weeks ago at a casino, and he showed up to the poker tournament. Yeah. So as a joke, I said, you know what? You be the because they have massage people at the poker tournaments. The massage play. I said, you can ask people if you want to massage them, and people were buying massages from Eric, and he came and gave Sal a massage, and it was good. Sal Howard, it was. I'm not kidding you. The best massage I ever got. I guess because he has those big meaty oh, hands. I thought it was like a. I thought. I, oh, I you thought it was he, another. I didn't like know what he was, he was doing. naked and and laying on a slab or something. Are you right. attracted to Sal? Well, no, no, I gave a deep tissue massage. No, but I mean, are you attracted to Sal? No, no. Because Sal would let you fuck around with his penis. Yes. He'll let you do a happy ending on it. And right. he's lying. He begged me one night to, to uh, if he could lay in the bed with Sal That's in true. Atlantic City. I, do you want to touch Sal's penis? No. Oh, all right. I was going to let you. Why did you want to go to bed with him? Because it well, we slept in Atlantic City. You're not attracted to Sal? Well, listen, put me in the middle between Sal and Chris, and we'll see what happens. Oh, my God. Well, I'm up for that. He's up for a game. Sal's a lot gayer than I am. I might, get, <laughs> might be too might gay get for you. With Sal. It's, it's not too gay for Sal, but it's definitely <laughs> yeah. it's too gay for, for Chris. All right. Anyway, um, uh-oh, Eric. The Panamanian doctor oh, no. who uh, fucked Chris in the ass is on the phone. And he doesn't want you to go near Chris. Dude, 
Dude, he better, he better no, don't put him on. I'm putting him nice. on. You deal with it. You tell nice. him. You tell him, Eric. Jorge. Yes. Uh, what's up? Eric, you better fucking stay away from my crease or there's going to be big trouble, I say. Do you know what I say? No, you're staying away from him. Oh, no, I had his asshole first. You will never see his asshole, Chris, eh? you little butcher bastards. No, you stay away from him. I know him before you. No, I know him after you, and I know him forever, you you piece of shit. You think you're going to take him from me? I know you. This is like a soap opera. I love it. I mean, I love Trice. Yeah. Hey, Eric, my dick smells like Chris's ass. What does your dick smell like, huh? Listen... I know him before you. You better stay away from him. Oh, yeah. What you going to do if I don't stay away? What you going to stab me, you bitch? You'll find out, baby. Oh, yeah. I got a big knife also. It's my dick, okay? What you do? Adios, mio. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's Telemundo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, enough of it. I had the same problem, right. Eric. Wow. <laughs> hey, Eric, do you want to talk to Tommy the cop from Florida he, so he can explain the law to you? He'll talk to any cop. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy. Hey. Hey, Howard. Explain to him, will you? Well, all right. First of all, I called a month or two ago, and I spoke to you, Eric, in regards to your PBA cards. Um, now this time with the light, let me ask you, what color are your are your traffic lights? What color are the lights in your visors? Blue and red. Blue and red. And where are you getting these? Because you need a specific license to purchase blue or red. You have to Amazon. be Amazon. <laughs> I get them from Amazon, and they ask you what color you want. <laughs> but they don't, they're not asking you, like, what agency you're with or some sort of your agency number? No. Wow. Um, you do, I don't know if you know this, but uh, impersonating, impersonating, I, I'm from, I'm originally from the tri-state area from New Jersey, but I know up there impersonating, and if you get caught, is a felony. And that felony sticks with you forever. And depending on how you're impersonating, whether it's your lights, if, and then, of course, we're, they're going to repossess the vehicle, they're going to search the vehicle, they find your badge, uh, the fake gun that you towed around, <laughs> you're in some serious trouble. Well, I don't carry that around. Only when I do blue bloods, I'll burn that whistle. I'm just telling you, be careful because impersonating is very big. Meanwhile, Tommy, when he goes to Blue Bloods, he's driving, and then he's got his fake gun with him. He's got his lights and right. his badge. Yeah, right, right. No, I, well, I, I put, I, know, I, I put I that in the trunk. What do you put in the trunk? <laughs> My fake. Gun. It doesn't matter. Your <laughs> fake gun goes in the trunk. We're gonna search yeah. the vehicle up, down, in, and out. <laughs> Howard. What? We just looked on Amazon. There is a shocking amount of these lights available. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing the same thing, Gary, and but. saying to myself, there's no way they're asking anybody for any kind of agency. And if anybody should have these lights, it's me. I got important <laughs> things to do. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. right. But why does Ronnie want to be his lights for you? Because Ronnie doesn't want to go to jail yeah, like you are. We don't break the law. 
But Rodney has every Rodney has every right to order these lights. No, he doesn't have the right to you're use right. them. Well, you're right, Eric. I mean, he does drive me, but no, mm. stop it. <laughs> well, like Eric, Ronnie wants to be a cop too, so they right. both have something in common. So, Tommy, yeah, thank you for lecturing Eric. As you can see, it does no good. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is number this is number two. I'm calling and letting him know the first was on the PBA cards. PBA cards is not going to do anything for you. We we only honor those in minor infractions. Seatbelt, maybe rolling through a red light or a stop sign, something stupid, not using an indicator when turning, you know, making a lane change. But impersonating, we, Eric, we can't overlook that. We, we just can't. And if you're running light, what, you know what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Siren? You need a siren on that car. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to one. I'm not going to one. You looked into it? Well, <laughs> you're not going to get a siren? No. Yeah, the heading of this uh, Amazon page is emergency vehicle lights and sirens you can trust. Eric, How come you're not getting a siren? Yeah. I guarantee you he was researching sirens. I've been researching sirens. But why, why are you not getting one? Because the sirens are fake. I don't know. Because they're very hard to install. I'm not kidding. Yeah, oh, you know, I was going to say that they're too hard to install. You actually have to hardwire them to the vehicle. Uh, yeah. right. the, the visor lights plug right into the cigarette lighter, so they're very easy to install in the vehicle. Right. So he just yeah. sticks his head out the window. Here's a weird thing. When you work on Blue Bloods, the show, you have to <laughs> hand in your ID before they give you a fake gun. And then they return the ID when you give back the gun. How did you get away with no. keeping the gun? No, because a lot of people have their own props or something. That makes no sense. <laughs> I've Wait, never they heard gave you a life. fake gun, right? No, I bought mine off of Amazon. Oh, <laughs> Amazon oh. is becoming discouraged. You know, no, because they're not going to let him leave the set. Eric, do you f- do you holster your fake gun, or do you like just stick it in your pants like they do in the movies? Oh, I have my own holster for it too. Where yeah. does he get a holster? It's Amazon. not Amazon. I got I got the twenty-one fart salute for God's sakes. <laughs> All right, Howard. All right, Tommy. Thank thanks. you. Hey, Shuli, yeah. there? Yeah. I, lo- I love your elephant boy impression. It is spot on. It's freaking awesome. Hey, by the way, you don't you don't go to that a lot. Thank you. you well, we a, don't go to elephant boy a lot. You That's did a right. thing the other day. Yeah. Who was it? It was Tan Mom High Pitch and Elephant Boy, and right? Jeff, yeah. Have you been working on that at all? Yeah. yeah, I was actually singing in the shower, uh, helplessly hoping. Any as, idea as all on, on when we can hear this? Or uh, sure, yeah, now, sure. If you want, we can give. All it. right, Tommy, here we go. All right, everybody, on. quiet down. I want to hear a terrible I just, I just want to pull up the lyrics to this, uh, so I get it right. So this is who's singing? This is Jeff Tan Mom, uh, Elephant Boy, High Pitch. Wow. And I'll try and throw underdog. It's like a there. choir. Yeah. This is pretty impressive. Mm, surely working out some new material okay here we go here we go (coughs) (coughs) mic check helplessly hoping harlequin lovers nearby awaiting a word Grasping at glimpses of gentle true spirit. He runs, wishing he could fly. <laughs> only to trip at the sound of goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Worldly 
Mostly watching He went by the window <laughs> And wonders <laughs> At the empty place inside <laughs> Heartlessly Helping himself To bad dreams He worries Did he hear a goodbye? <laughs> <laughs> Or even <laughs> Very nice. Beautiful. Yeah. You like that, Tommy? That the elephant boy is is the funniest. Elephant boy, why have you not been on the show in a while? Because you guys play too many head games. <laughs> I'm not into head games. And I have a pacemaker now. Oh, I didn't know you got a you pacemaker. That's right. That's right. Wow. When I can't did that be happen? near microwaves. <laughs> All, right. All right. Anyway, guys, uh, we got the 21 fart salute. I've, I've been keeping uh, Will the fart. Yeah. yeah. I got to go. Bye, Tommy. Thanks, guys. I'm going to be with Shuli in Buffalo. Eric, if you want to come to Buffalo, you get rid of those lights, dude. I'm not letting you come if you don't. If you have those lights. You got to get rid of them. I will get rid of them. I'll leave them at home. I think Elephant Boy doesn't call in anymore because he got pissed off when Gary was saying, remember when we did um, prostate karaoke? And yeah. Elephant Boy was a good sport. He came and helped us yeah. out with that. And then Gary had to announce that uh, Elephant Boy didn't Thanks wipe. Thanks a lot, Gary. He didn't wipe that well. You think we haven't heard from him since then? No. He pointed out the shit on me. No. He, he was not happy about that, but I have heard from him since then. All right. He's doing okay? He helped us do a phony phone call, and he's around. He's around. All right. Okay. I thought you had kind of pissed him off with that, but Gary was just trying to report. What was I supposed to do? Wipe? Yeah. You're supposed <laughs> to wipe your ass before you have karaoke. Whatever. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with the 21 uh, fart salute for my book. Right now. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, the farter came in. He actually flew in from somewhere. Well, he always does. I don't know. Where Where does he live? Some in the middle of the country. Oh, really? Oh, there he is. Look at him, man. Hey, what'd you bulk up? You look pretty, uh, look pretty ripped. Look muscular. Did you put on, um, some muscle? Yeah, you can say that. Eh. You what could you... say that. I don't know if it's true. What, are you working out? Yeah, I've been, I started working out like two years ago. And what are you wearing? A Punisher t-shirt? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to punish the room with my farts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, awesome. You know, this is amazing. Will the farter contacted us. I want to thank you for this, by the way. Uh, where's your gas mask, Gary? Let me see. What do you sound like with that thing on? Gary's going to be holding the microphone for Will. Look at Will staring at Gary with the gas mask on. That's pretty yeah. funny. How does that sound? Is that good? Oh, not bad. Not bad. Okay. We can hear you. All right, good. <clears throat> I like how you take the microphone and keep hitting your mask with it. I, I can't see the bottom. Is that, is, that, is that okay? How's that? That sounds good. Okay, good. I can hear you. Does that thing really work? Is that a real gas mask? Who knows? Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's a real gas mask. Uh, it looks authentic. Yeah. This is how I think you should dress every day. I'm sure it is. <laughs> can you see? No, and I can't breathe either. But I'm, 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 I'll, I'll get that. You're all right? Yeah. All right. Because, uh, you know, Will, I, I forget about all of this. Uh, first of all, Will said, hey, I heard your book went to number one on um, on this Apple list. And I didn't even know what was what. But the publisher. <laughs> oh, that's Gary. That's, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what's that noise? <laughs> it's Gary in his gas mask. 
But anyway, I, you know, the publisher was like, hey, you went to number one and all this. And I was expecting they were going to do some kind of advertising campaign. And then they just said, no, we just wanted you to know you went to number one. On, you can say it. On the, yeah. And then they said, well, you can announce it. It was kind of deflating. And I felt deflated. And then Will contacted Where do you live? I live in Bel Air, Maryland. Yeah. So you flew in for this. I train. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, thank you. So Will got in touch with us and said, if Howard wants a 21 fart salute, I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it to him. That's how he said it. He'll, I'll, I'll uh, give it to him. <laughs> and I thought that was awfully generous of you. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, I like it. Uh, this guy's a professional farter. Weren't you just flown somewhere, like overseas, yeah, to put I, on a fi- like a command performance? I went to the UK. Some guy who uh, has known me for, I think, about 13, 14 years now. He's always been a fan, and, and he calls it out there. He, he says, it, it's my kink. And, he, and he's been talking about it all the time. He loves farts. He, he just loves them. Is he a gay dude? Yeah, he just he recently just came out. Yeah. Uh, he, well, he's a lot me. of gay guys are into you because you also do gay phone sex with people, right? Yeah. Um, and then, Is that you know, how you knew him? He actually con- he contacted me through my uh, YouTube ch- channel back in the day. I see. Yeah, Will's a complicated guy. He is straight. He's got girlfriend. Uh-huh. But he makes his living farting and also uh, doing uh, cam work, you know, video cam work. For gay guys? Gay dudes jerk off to him when he yells yeah. at him, right? You yell yeah. at him. Well, yeah, there's all sorts of weird stuff out there, and I just... What's your name again on there? Uh, Brutal Master. Brutal Master. <laughs> yeah. He's Brutal Master. So yeah. the guy who flew you out to California, was he trying to, like, come on to you? No, I mean, he, I mean, where, where did you, where did he fly you to? Uh, to the UK. Oh, the UK. Uh, to, to Kings, uh, I think it was, it was Kingsland, I believe. Yeah. And he said, I want a 15-minute performance of you farting? He, he said he wanted to sniff my farts. And I, and I told him before, because I, I don't know where, I, I thought I was going to be in a dungeon or something like that, because I never met the guy. Yeah. So I go out there. You told it, him you're not gay, though. Yeah, he knows I'm not gay, and it was actually him and his friend who are both gay. And I actually, it was actually an enjoyable trip. Yeah. Other than the fact that, you Did know, they pay for your plane fare? He paid me for, for my plane fare, and he, uh, 1500 bucks. And it was for like three days. But it was actually, I, I enjoyed it out there, because I've never been out in, in, uh. In England? Yeah, I've never been there. And what, he puts you up at his house or a hotel? I was, I was at his house. No shit. Yeah. Nice house. It was. It, it was one of them castles. It, it was a nice house. I felt like I was at home. It was weird. It was just. I don't yeah. know. So he hired you for a performance of farting. Yes. So what'd you do? Do you have to be nude for that? No, no. I. I it was one point where I. I said, "Hey, James, I have a fart coming on," and he got up and, he, and you remember in Seinfeld how Elaine was trying to find out if the girl had fake breasts or not. Right. He tripped and instead of braced himself, he went face first right in my ass. It, it was like when a, you were farting. Well, before I even farted, he just he just tripped, and instead of trying to brace himself, it was, it was nose first to my ass. I, I thought that was hysterical because it was like a, you hysterical. Know, who, who, who He's trying to get this? it on with you. I don't. No, I think he was more interested in he didn't want to lose any. Like, Why does he want to smell your farts? There's That's, a there's a fetish for it. I don't. There know. is. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. So how long was your performance? I did two sessions for about I think twenty minutes apiece. And did he keep his nose right in there? It was close, yeah. yeah. How yeah. did he like it? Oh, he loved it. He, he, I remember one time he was he was doing that, and I had my my leg somewhere around his chest. I right. never felt a heart rate that fast in my life. It was it was very bizarre to me. Uh, this is a bizarre question, actually, yeah. but but answer it for me. <laughs> okay. So you fly over to England to give this guy a command performance of farting. Yeah. When customs, when you go through customs, and they say, "Are you here for work or pleasure?" <laughs> what do you answer? 
I, I, I sent him here to visit a friend. I just say pleasure. So yeah, but it was work. It, it was work. It was yeah. 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 I, I I would have said the same thing. I would have just said pleasure. Yeah. It was the, the, the whole like honestly, I had a phobia about going over Europe for such a long time, and right. I had to break it. So right. That was an excuse, I guess. So how much money did you end up making on this uh, little jaunt? Uh, fifteen hundred and fifty bucks. Nice. Yeah, it was okay. It was and, okay. and you got to see England. Yeah, no, it was crazy. The round trip ticket was only four hundred bucks. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. It was. I, it, Wait, they put you in the luggage compartment? No, it was Icelandic can air. Ma- can you imagine that trip? <laughs> yeah, it was cheap. Yeah. So, so for the right price, what can a guy do? He can smell your gas, right? Yeah, I, I've I actually one time I did a uh, a performance for a kid. Uh, his, 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 his father hired I would have loved it as a kid. Yeah, but it was a whole bunch of kids. And I, and I went there with my friend and my ex-wife. Strangest thing in the world. I remember I just came across that thing. It was like a uh, a banner for it. You were giving out to all, all the friends, and I was there doing it for like two hours. You mean some dad hired you to yes. fart for all the kids? How yes. old were these kids? Probably eight, nine, ten, something right. like that. Oh, eight, nine-year-olds would love it. Yeah, oh, yeah, they were all laughing. They all enjoyed it. Yeah. It was like, Are you ever like a kid's make-a-wish? Like, I, I just wish I could be well to fart. Uh, no, no. But the, the, the funny part about that was the other day, I, I, my neighbor, who I have never talked to, I talked to her maybe like a dozen times. I was out there getting the mail. And then she goes, something happened where we started talking. And then she says, by the way, my, my kid's a big fan. You love wow. your autograph. And I'm like, what in the world? I was like, how, how do these people know this stuff? And how does he know what I do? Are you able to do what you do? Because I've never heard anyone fart. As good as you in terms of also not only length, but the, the actual sound, the vibration and the length of time and the amount of farts you can get out in any session it almost seems limitless. Yeah. It's an amazing power. Do you attribute that to the fact that you were born without an anus? Yeah. I, I, you absolutely. do. Yes. I don't remember talking to you about this, but you have spoken about it yes. according to our records. When you were born, you had no anus whatsoever. It was, I had no opening yes the, the all this shit was in there but it, it, it just couldn't go out yeah I, I had a colostomy bag for i i remember having the colostomy bag so i guess if i remember it it was probably a year or more right and then you had a doctor who said hey yeah. i can just cut a hole back there yeah. and give this guy an asshole yes and wow yeah then that was do you send that doctor a christmas card every year i, I honestly i all my medical records all the doctors I don't know any of that. You don't know any of it. Yeah, my mom knows everything. And in a way, when they built you a new asshole. Pretty much, yeah. You got a superpower out of it. Apparently. But but I think it's... I said, that's your origin story. It it is. And I'm I'm feeling as if my superpowers might be waning. But I can still do it. Oh, no. I can still do it. What's happening? I I probably get a colonoscopy. Why? Because um, as of like, I think it was about a year or two ago. Go ahead. I started having issues where... I would bleed for no reason. Out of your asshole? Oh, yeah. It, it was like not, oh. but, but, but I can still do it. Uh, yeah, and and the, the crazy part was it was. It I don't was, think that's good if you bleed from your asshole. I think it's either a fissure, a hemorrhoid, or something. It was just squirting out like literally jets of wow. blood. Oh, so no. are you afraid? You mean, oh, my God. If you lose yeah. this power, no offense. I can't yeah. have you on the show. I mean, oh. you're not that interested. Oh, well, no. <laughs> I mean, wow. No, I, you're not losing your powers, are you? I don't. Th- I don't think I'm losing it, but I'm afraid if I go to the colonoscopy and they do some work. Oh no 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 oh, no no! Yeah. You got to talk to the doctor. Oh, tell yeah. him you have a uh, you have a special power. You have a career. Yeah. I don't think the colonoscopy will fuck up your farting, will it? I have no idea what they're going to do to it. Jesus. Gary, can I ask him something? <laughs> yeah, Gary. Gary's in a gas mask for those. Of you guys. found out a year ago that you were bleeding from your asshole, and you haven't consulted a doctor about it. 
No, because I don't want to go. I I, took, I I got this this the, the crap that they have, and I took that to shit my brains out, and uh, I, I panicked. <laughs> I went to Vegas instead. But aren't you worried that you might be sick? Uh, well, if I was, I think I would be feeling it by now. That's how people die. Though. You know that. Well, right? I, I know. I know. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of people when they get blood out of their ass, they say that could be a serious problem. But they get so scared that they're going to hear something bad that they don't go. Yeah, but then and they, then don't they go, wind up. They end up dying. Yeah. 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 You got to go. In worse shape. It, it you probably just have a hemorrhoid, or because you push a lot down there. Yeah. But you, you should get that checked out. I should. But it's weird. Like you are definitely a superhero because like colonoscopies could be your kryptonite. It, it could. Yeah. It could. It could take away your powers. But he's so afraid that he won't go to get help, Howard. I know. No, he's got to go. I'll talk to him. You, we can't lose you. Oh, well, You're okay. like one of our best guests. Well, thank you. And we can't afford to lose your gift. There's not many people who can do this. Just a handful, I believe. Yeah. And, and, and uh, wow. What a fucking life story. Well, it's it, it, funny you say that. Like the, you wrote a book. I really want to write a book. You want to write a book? I do. I really do. I want to option it. What the heck uh, did that book say? Like, like my my life uh, makes absolutely no no fucking sense. To be honest, imagine this first scene. The doctor sees that he's got no asshole. <laughs> he says, "I can make him better." It's kind of like Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah. Well, a team comes in and rebuilds his asshole, <laughs> Robin. A huge dude. And they go, "We've made him better." And his mom goes, how? He will be the world's greatest father. And by the way. They don't know that until after they take off the bandages. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, when they take the bandages off. They see it's a little different. <laughs> by the way, I'll give you Jonathan Karp's personal phone number. He's the, uh, 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 oh, he, he publishes out of Simon & Schuster. Okay. I, even without asking him, I know he's going to want you to have his personal <laughs> phone number where you can reach him at any time of day or night because he's going to want this book. I'm telling you. Perfect. And what a movie, too, because we'll end it on a cliffhanger when your asshole's bleeding and you don't want to go to the doctor because you don't want to ruin your powers. Instead, and then, you go to Vegas. Yeah, and then you go to Vegas. I go to Vegas instead, yeah. And everyone's just like, what the fuck's going to happen? i got to see the sequel. Oh, my God. Dude, you're onto something. You wouldn't see that movie, Robin? Oh, no, I'd have to see this movie. See, yeah. when you were talking about it earlier, I didn't know that he was bleeding. And fuck you, Netflix. You're not getting this just because I have a personal relationship with you. Everyone is going to be allowed to bid on this. Amazon Prime, uh, DC Universe. Now all we've got some drama. Yeah. There's gold over there in that anus. <laughs> I, well, I definitely think so. I do. Yeah. I'm not bullshitting you. I, th I think it's worth a lot. Yeah. You got leading man potential. Yeah. Yeah. But leading man potential, did you say? Leading man. <laughs> I'm making jokes over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one other weird thing that happens when I come here, I always feel like I'm five years old. I hate that. Why? I don't know. It's always, it's always when I'm here. I maybe because like you fine. pull your pants down and you start farting. Yeah, you maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah, like I'm trying to get over that. Diaper change. By the way, that dad who hired you for a kid's party is pretty smart. I, I mean, if I had a choice between a circus clown and they suck yeah. and you farting and I'm eight years old, I'm, I'm hiring you every time. I'm surprised you haven't built that into a bigger business. That's the thing, though. It's, it's just. <laughs> Ever do bar mitzvahs? No. Hasn't done that. I don't think he markets himself the proper yeah, way. Yeah, you're you're busy yeah. with all this gay stuff. You should just. And that's I want to get away from that. Yeah, I really do. Dude, I, I you really could do a get... kids party every yeah. day. 
Now, one thing I heard that we did, you said you have an ex-wife? I have an ex-wife? Oh, yeah, he has an ex-wife, ex that girl you brought in, I heard you broke up with. It's a whole fucking side. Yeah, dear. Anyway, this is the nicest thing you've ever done for me. Perfect. You're saying in honor of my book. Yes. Going to number one on Apple's, some list Apple has. I don't even know what this list is, but it's evidently semi-important because my publisher got in touch with me. Of course, it wasn't important enough to go advertise it anywhere. Yeah. So the only real, the only real kind of celebration we've had, you know, because I'm out there promoting this book for Christmas, for Christmas gifts. The only real celebration so far, we had Richard and Sal take out their cocks and hang a banner from it. <laughs> and now you doing the 21 fart salute. What's it going to look like? You're going to lay on that table on your back? Yeah, I'm gonna, on my back and I'm going to suck in the air and I'm going to. When you say suck in the air, you're going to suck it into your asshole. Yes. Not through your mouth. No, right through my ass. How do you suck in air through your asshole? Is it because is that because you have a fake it's, asshole? It has something to do with muscles, I guess. It just yeah. it just sucks it in, and then I can blow it back out. Fascinating. I, yeah. How did you discover this again? Well, <laughs> it, it, I bent over, and air rushed in. And I noticed after I took hot showers or a hot bath, uh -huh. it, it was like I'd be sitting there, and air would. <laughs> It was like, it was like, a, like, a, it happened automatically. Yeah. And I couldn't wow. do anything. It revealed itself to you. Yes. Like Spider-Man, the first time he like <laughs> pretty much realized yes. he had powers, they revealed themselves. Yeah. And, and, and I remember yeah. like I used to show my mom, like, I don't know, my mom's friends would come over and I'd be over there doing that. And they looked at me like I was crazy. Right. Oh, well, I am. So I don't know about that. <laughs> Does your ex-wife get a share of your fart money? Uh, right. Well, no, but we're, we're really good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Probably shouldn't go after that. No, nice she's, woman. Yeah, she, she's really nice. No, yeah. So uh, I'm sorry I, that didn't work out. I know a woman like Robin would be have her hooks deep oh, into your heart. He, he wouldn't have any. He'd be yeah. farting for me. I have. I avoided the worst. <laughs> what do you wear when you do a kids party? You ever wear like a cape and an outfit, a costume? <laughs> well, now I would probably do that. But yeah, before you got to go. It's show business. Yeah, it was just I don't. I can't remember yeah. what the hell I did. I think I, it was powder farts, and then oh, you did that, huh? Might have blew darts out of my ass. Nice. I hope yeah. he's not using a talcum powder. <laughs> no, it can give you cancer. I, yeah. I did that one time. Right. Be careful. Yeah. All right. Let's let's do it. Gotcha. Will, this is in honor of the, my new book, uh, not new anymore. Howard Stern comes again. For Christmas. For Christmas. Okay. Here we go. Is that the warm up? Or is War that's warm up. Okay. Tell us when it starts. <laughs> I'm ready. What was that? Okay. He's ready. <laughs> That's three. on these parts. Oh, it smells. Oh, my God. Do you need a gas mask, too? I wish Madam Secretary was here right now. <laughs> How many are we up to, Will? I lost count. <laughs> what are you laughing I'm going to go with 18. All right. 
Oh my goodness, you get red. <laughs> wow, have okay, you ever we been... have a spectacular finale coming. Has, has up. he ever been better? <laughs> Do you count that as three or one, Gary? I, I think we're at twenty-one. I don't think so. I think I, I got one more. Yeah, got give, one give, more give us a good capper. All right, capper. Oh, oh. I'm gonna suck in first. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh, it's gonna come. Sound like a lawnmower. <laughs> oh, it's still coming. Go ahead. Take your time. <laughs> You're at the top of your game. Fuck. He's got right, let me bend over. He's, let me bend over. What are you going to do? Spread wider? Oh. I got to bend over. All right. Bend over. <laughs> Here he goes. This is it. He's a doggy stuff. You all right? You need uh, a yeah. hand? No, it's good. Oh, my God. What do you mean you pulled your neck? Uh, every now and then I fucking, uh, for some reason, my right side. So farting's like like, like Tom Brady. It's, or, or like, yeah. it, it's not yeah. It's not something that that's I, easy. I usually sweat my ass off every time I do this. How's your neck now? Oh, it's, it's better now. It's not. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but sometimes it comes for... It, You're a master. It, Have you put in 10,000 hours? This? Yeah. <laughs> Probably over the years. Yeah. Well, this I'm, is what I'm saying. How we're not going to have Will the Farter forever. Uh, not if he gets that colonoscopy. No, but look at him. He's a mess. You got to stay in really good shape for this, don't you? I try. Yeah, I don't think I could do this if I was fat. Because because it requires concentration. It requires sort of an aerobic kind of quality. I it's see you're a out of breath. It's a muscle control thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's also core too. Uh, core. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Core. They talk about that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I've so, never seen him go through that. Before. You look, you look wiped out. Oh no, I'm not wiped out. You're okay. I'm good. You need some water? No, I'm good. Wow, I'm what an I'm honor good. to have you here. I mean, my God, what a salute! And you know what? You could talk about book promotion. You know, sure. Do I want to remind people that this is a Christmas gift? There's no better way to promote than what you just did. How can I help you? You want to promote something? Yeah. Well, um, on YouTube, I have a channel called The Bakey Factor. The Bakey Factor? Uh, the Bakey Factor. That's, that's my last name. The Bakey Factor, as in... Will Bakey? Yeah, that's my last name. And the reason I do that is because it's it's like when dumb shit happens. Yeah. I say it's a Bakey Factor because like stuff that doesn't happen just to everybody happens to me. Like what? Uh, my apartment caught fire uh, two years ago and burned all my stuff. Just dumb shit, you know. There's dumb stuff like so that. So I go on this Bakey Factor and yeah, the, I find out that your apartment burned down? No, 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 no. no. But I'm saying that's where my fart channel is. Oh, your fart channel. Yeah, that's my fart channel on YouTube. And, and oh, what do you mean? There's free farting on there? Well, that's where the that's where all my YouTube uh, content is. I'm trying. I'm trying really? to get monetized on there because I realized if I actually got monetized for the views I get, I would actually make decent money. I see. So yeah. Pe- so what do people sign up for your channel? They subs- like one. Yeah, once you get X amount of subscribers. And what do I see on there? You farting? Me farting. I, I, me. I stream games. Wow. Games? Uh, yeah, I like games. I, I play a bunch of uh, PC games. Hmm. But I do give I, I do give views, so that's okay. So what you're saying is you could have commercials on your channel because of the number of followers you have. Yeah, you need four thousand subscribers. Well, no, you need one thousand subscribers, which I already. You have. should have no problem getting an advertiser. Uh, yeah, I mean, with that kind of act. <laughs> but then you also need four thousand watch hours. That's what I'm lacking yeah. right now. Uh, hey, Gary, how'd that gas mask work? 
I think it worked. Because you didn't smell it. I smelled it over here. I, so. didn't, I didn't smell it, but I will tell you, it's, yeah. hard, it's hard to breathe in here. I don't know if it's real or not, but like, if you look, every time I breathe out, the whole thing fogs up. Yeah. Then when I breathe in, it gets better. You uh-huh. and Gary having difficulty. <clears throat> Can I throw my email address in there? Fuck yeah. Do whatever okay. you want. You just gave me a 21 fart yeah. salute. So um, the the email address, if you guys anybody's interested in actually doing this book thing, is uh, the. Oh, big... but I'm telling you, once this guy from yeah. Simon and Schuster hears it, it's done. Perfect. Stop! Stop giving him false hope. <laughs> Rob, the... what are you doing over there? <laughs> TheBakeyFactor the at gmail.com. That's where you can contact me. Let me All give right. you Jonathan Carp's personal number. <laughs> are you the top farter in the world right now? Honestly, I think I am. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. The... Is there any competition? Do you know of other farters? The... James, the guy in the UK, he said he went to uh, uh, to see uh, Mr. Think, Methane. Yeah, yeah, we've had him on. He's very good. Yeah, but he said that he was he looks run like run down. He's old. He's like he. I think he's. I don't know. He's in his fifties now. And he was. He, That's very old. He uh, actually choked him, but what, what, you know when he was trying to do it, he couldn't do right, it as, right. as good. Oh, Mr. Methane running out of gas. What's this say here? A candle reignited in his apartment, causing the fire. What is that about? That's how you burn down your apartment. I see, and then this the whole story is that's actually funny. I was driving. I I left a candle and I I blew out. And it was blown out. So I I went with my friend Pat and we we're driving down the road, and all of a sudden these fire engines start blowing by us. And I'm like, what the fuck are you know where are they going? I get a phone call and they go, uh, Mr. Bakey, is uh, do you do you live at you know so and so? And I was like, yeah. He goes, oh, your apartment's on fire. So I go over there and the it's, candle relit itself. It, I guess I blew it out, and we only went out to eat for like twenty Jeez. minutes. You might, was, have, you might be possessed. It was just my apartment too. My apartment, everything got smoked out. Well, that's wow. the bakey factor. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Will, you've done it again. You 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 honor me with the twenty one part salute. Our audience, I know, loved it. Fantastic. Uh, what can I say? You are the world's premier farter. Even bigger well, than Mr. You. Methane in many ways. Mr. Methane uh, seems to be wearing out. Right. And now in the honor of uh, Will the Part, a little song that we prepared. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Thank you. Four in Pennsylvania. Yeah, hey, Har. Hey. Hey. Hey, I'm not trying to make you mad here, but I have a question about your uh, Simon Cowell hatred. Okay. Okay. Now, you found out he was trying to steal your job because of the Sony hack, right? Right. Okay, why is it fair to read those emails released in a hack but not look at celebrity nudes released in a hack, even though both were not meant for public consumption? Well, first of all, I didn't read the emails i was told about them i was told about them from several people including simon cowell simon called and said oh i want to uh tell howard that it's not true and i'm not trying to steal his job or undermine him and he said that so he was just here's the beef i got with the guy he he lied to me like don't lie Dude, you were caught red-handed. And and by the way, I, I'll say it again till I turn blue in the face. 
It's not any big deal in terms of he took away my job or something. I could have stayed at America's Got Talent. I, I actually stayed an extra year longer than I thought I would, maybe two years. So it wasn't like that. I just don't like people who lie to me and, and treat me like a fool. Like, don't call me up and say you, you're not trying, you're not behind the scenes trying to take away my job. And if I needed that job, it would have been a real fucking problem. He was basically saying, look, I'll work for a lot less no matter what I have to do because he was desperate to get on American television. None of that I mind. It's the lying I don't like. No, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That, that all adds up. Hey, I was wondering, do you have any, do you have any games? No, I don't. He played it with me. I played. I, I wanted yeah. to see how Robin would do, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. All right, Sam, thank you. I um, Yeah, I mean, look. I don't spend five seconds of my day thinking about Simon Cowell till I come here and somebody asks me about it. And I think it's kind of funny. I think you guys like when I'm, when I hate somebody and I'm open about it. But, uh, the guy's just a douche. And, and the reason he's a douche is that like, like it's like getting caught. It's like getting caught robbing a bank and saying, I'm not robbing the bank. And then you like say, to, while you're robbing the bank, like I'm a policeman and I catch you robbing a bank. You have a gun out and you're in the middle of putting money in a sack and I catch you. And then you turn to me and go, by the way, I'm not running, robbing a bank. And I would say to you, you know what? I almost was going to let you go, but you're treating me like I'm an idiot. It's like Simon literally called, called up my agent and said, I want to talk to Howard. Um, and then he, he got word to, are we all good? Uh, because he's, he, he, exp I, no, I guess he, I actually spoke to him on the phone. I'm trying to remember the, the history of that thing. It was so long ago. I don't know. I think at one time you said you didn't talk to him, but the, I'm not sure. Yeah. Like I was just like, yeah, yeah, we're you all, said, we're talk all good. To the agent. Yeah. And I, and I said, get word to Simon. We're all good because, because I didn't want to talk to the guy, but, but literally he says to me, you know that Simon, ha that, that Sony hack is all wrong, and you know I would never do those things behind your back. And I'm like, well, wait, you just got caught, Rob. Why don't you just say, you know what, Howard, I, I was only on British television. They threw me off American. You know, I left American Idol. I tried a new show in America. Nobody watched it. I'm watching you for four years on America's Got Talent. You're doing really well. I got jealous. I knew the day he got really jealous. He showed up because he owns a little piece of that show. A lot, lot less than you'd think. Because I kind of know the business arrangement. But he owns a little piece of it. And um, he showed up to one of the days we were shooting. He, he brought that girlfriend with him. And he was walking around. And he saw me walk in and the crowd's going berserk. You know, after all, we shoot it here in New York where I'm very popular. And I was kind of standing up talking to the crowd. And all this kind of thing. And I was thinking to myself, oh, this guy's having a hard day. He's watching me doing this thing. And essentially, I was kind of the lead judge, I think. You know, no offense to everyone else. And and I think he just kind of saw it and went, oh, shit. I'm, no one knows me here. No one was paying attention to him. No one knew him anymore in America. Nobody gave a fuck about him. And the guy has no talent. He doesn't. Ha it's not like he's a singer. It's not like he's a a performer. He can't perform on radio. He can just judge things. And his judging show had failed. They didn't want him back on American Idol. And he had no presence in America. And he was like, fuck, I got it's, I got to get back on America's Got Talent. All of which is fine. But, you know, even if he had come to me and said, hey, Howard, I hear you don't want to do it anymore. Would you mind if I talk to these people? 
No, what he does is he starts a campaign behind my back talking about how he can do a better job for less money and basically putting me down. Okay, and he's riding to Sony and he's plotting with his friend this uh, covert operation where they're going to get word to America's Got Talent. And I'm like, oh, my God, you desperate motherfucker. And none of that I mind, mind you. The part I mind is he calls up and says, oh, none of that hack is true. And you know I would never do that to you, Howard. I go, you two-faced prick. Don't you fucking sit there and act like you didn't just get caught with your hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole feud. It's not even a feud. He's not, he's not feuding with me. You know? That's it. It's just lame. I would have respected him so much more if he said, yeah, I'm really desperate, Howard. I don't have a talent. My only talent is like kind of sitting at a desk and judging. Being snarky. Yeah. And by the way, I mean, I did that job. It's not that hard. I'm pretty sure anybody listening to this broadcast, if they dressed you up and somehow called you a judge and asked you to judge somebody singing, you could do it. It's not that hard, you know. Well, I was going to, I'm going to play you something later on from The Voice. Yes. Quite frankly, these judges are over the top. They don't even know what to say anymore because they start off saying you're great. Yes. And then right. by the end of the show, they have to say you're better than God or something. Right. Because they've already praised you so much. Yes. Yeah. And And honestly, he's not even that good at judging because... I brought him in here when he was on American Idol. I brought in a professional singer who had a hit song. And I said, hey, judge him. And he was like, I don't think the guy's very good. The guy, the guy was the actual guy singing the song. Yeah, I remember that. He's an imbecile. But I've had him on my show, and he's a very nice guy. I mean, you know, he, he knows all the right things to say to come off like a, you know, a reasonable person. But... Yeah, you can't say he's a nice guy, Howard. I remember, um, I, yeah, no, that's a silly comment. But it was <laughs> Josie Scott who came in here. He was singing Hero. Yeah. But you know what I mean? He comes off like a nice, you know, he knows all of the right, right things yeah. to say to your face. In fact, um, I remember what, the first show I did for America's Got Talent. He uh, called me and just said, you know, I saw the show. I saw the advanced copy of it. It's so wonderful. I'm so glad you're the judge, blah, 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 blah. All the right things. You know? Right. But uh, he got it up his ass because he wasn't known in America anymore. And that's fine. In fact, I was leaving anyway. He would have gotten the job. Well, that was the thing. He didn't have to go he through didn't. all of that. He didn't have to even write a single email. I told NBC. I said, I'll do another year. They, they had asked me to stay. And the people are so nice there. This guy, Paul Telegdi and Meredith R. were the two executives at NBC. And I love them. I, I really do. The nicest people, I don't know, despite what anybody might say, they're the nicest people. And I've never heard a bad word about them. Yeah, I, I don't know why you're saying despite what anybody Because it's funny. <laughs> and it starts rumors. <laughs> but I think that um, I I really do. I, I like, I, I actually had such a pleasant experience with working at NBC, which was not my experience when I did the radio show. That's right. And it was nice, and, we, and it was a mutual admiration. In fact, when I was leaving, I'll tell you this, that I was offered uh, several programs, not only on ABC, but NBC as well, um, 
to host uh, either game shows or uh, interview specials, a, 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 a myriad of pro- uh, projects that I could have taken over. They were anxious to do business and continue doing business with me. And I, and I just kind of was like, no, I, I want to have some more free time. I want to concentrate on my radio show, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so it would, it was all very amicable and very sweet. And I was, uh, happy to have been a part of it for four years. And I would, I wouldn't hesitate to work for NBC ever again. I mean, they're fantastic people, but Simon. Is a different story. He's a weirdo. Well, he's one of those people, again, I, I told you I was thinking about it, and it was that whole smoking thing that came up to me. Yeah. But, you know, being in show business is uh, a lucky thing for to happen to people. It's a great way to make a living. But he's one of those people who, when he's doing it, he winds up making it work for everybody else because of his attitude. You know, yeah, well. he's got to come in and smoke. Where people aren't supposed to smoke. I didn't want to bring it up because um, I'm sure Howie wouldn't want to hear it. But I was just thinking because I knew Howie was staying and I knew Heidi and Mel were staying. Uh-huh. But I was thinking, oh, wait till this guy comes in. It's not going to be the same dynamic. He's going to be the boss man. He's going to hog all the camera time. I can only imagine the nightmare of working with. This yeah. Guy. Yeah. He he's going to make it uh, an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to put up with anybody talking too long. Because they might steal, or getting money. more attention than him, it's yeah. going to be clear who the boss is. Yeah, I'm sure if you pumped a few drinks into Howie, he could give you a fucking story. <laughs> you know, but he's a gentleman. But with Simon, it's just like I don't, I don't, you know, it's just weird when somebody calls you up and starts lying to your face, and you know they're lying. I mean, you've read the the the, the it's been in the newspaper. That there is a hack, and this is what Simon said. I feel that he probably handled that whole thing with the the friend's wife the same way. Oh, I'm not fucking your wife. Yeah, right. It's like it's like <laughs> wait a second. Wait, you know, what, you mean my, my? I read it something in the paper, and, and, and there was a hack, and it's the exact email with the addresses and the the Sony executives. I, I mean, am I, is there? Do I have Alzheimer's or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. Oh, I got it wrong that you were writing those notes. It's like if you were an abused child and you finally, as an adult, went to your parents and say, look, I just need confirmation because I've, I'm so fucked up. I block things that you abused me. Right. And, they, and, and, and meanwhile, there's scars all over you and welts. And, yeah. You know, like, oh, no, no, no. I never did that. It's, it was literally like that. It was so weird. I was like, am I the crazy one? You know, and I got so upset. I remember my agent, Don, was like, you know, he's just a fucking weirdo. We were just like, <laughs> like let's let's just let it go. But that's it. That's that's the whole story. It's not all of that big a deal. It's not like I lost a job I wanted or it's not like he pushed me out, but he would have liked to have. And I don't even care about that. Just don't lie to me. Simon wants to apologize. Go ahead. Simon. Oh, he's on the phone. Howard, I, uh, I I just wanted to say I I feel terrible. I, I honestly I feel ashamed. I, I've hurt so many people. What I've done is unconscionable. And I, and I have one thing to say, Howard, will you forgive me for trying to fuck your wife? Oh, you see, I knew it. No, I, seriously, I, I, I knew it. Sorry. I knew that you were not so sincere. Ugly. 
What? I am not ugly. I mean, I am, but... Uh, I was devil. being a jerk. And this time, it's time to be sincere. I feel so bad because I don't have any real talent except stealing wives. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I hung up on him, Robin. Thank you. Yeah. Stanley, you're on the air. Yeah. I'll do a small... Stanley in Texas. Oh, Howdy. Howdy. Hey, uh, I wanted to uh, say you made me feel stupid about uh, the last election. I uh, I voted for Trump, even though I knew he had zero experience, just because Hillary rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know why. I think she did for a lot of people. And then I listened to your interview, and now I feel like a complete asshole. Like, she was perfect. Yeah, no, she would have been some president. I uh, That interview drove me crazy, as it did a lot of people. I, I just thought think about the amount of experience you know and it's so funny like i got a whole bunch of people who said to me oh you hate trump i go this isn't about hating trump this is about this is about i think hillary would have been a great president and i didn't hate obama but i i would have voted for hillary over obama the first time around that's how much i think about her experience and and the type of person she is and, and she's an intellectual and she's an adult i mean so it's weird but yeah, I think that Stanley uh, that um, interview had that kind of effect, and um, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm actually glad that it had that effect. Yeah, I was with you, yeah, Stanley, that I got really angry later in the day thinking about what the world could look like if we had a different I, I, president. I feel, I feel like she after after hearing that, I would I would vote for her this time around, but I feel like. Sadly, I think her chance is gone. I think the Democrats aren't going to want to get behind her. They're going to move past her. And so she's lost her chance. And she actually, I truly believe she would have been a good president. I mean, right now, I think Eugene would be a better president than Eugene. I love Eugene. (laughs) But, you know, know, here's the thing, too. I heard someone say, oh, you know, in fact, uh, Maureen Callahan in the Post was writing. She said she thinks that maybe this was Hillary's best indication that she is going to run again. And my wife agrees with that sentence. My wife thinks Hillary's going to run. And I said, um, I just saw a poll yesterday that said that Hillary would be at 20 percent and Biden would be at 21 right now if she got into the race. Wow. And again, wow. I, I know that some Democrats feel like, oh, no, not Hillary again, because we can't go through this again. But me, for yeah. me personally, I would vote for her in a minute. Um, but I don't know, you know, it, it, it also someone else said to me that it's too late to enter primaries because Bloomberg just made the just the made Super it Tuesday in, primary yeah. season. But I don't know if that's true. People just tell me shit. Yeah, I mean, she no. would have to she would she would have to get on more interviews. Right. Well, you interviewed her because, you know, I get the Saturday Night Live thing. You're trying to relate, but it doesn't make her relatable. No. She just looks goofy. I, I try to say that to her. I think sometimes when a politician goes on Saturday Night Live, it actually looks desperate. I don't I like, you know. Not only does it happen to sometimes make you look desperate, it can actually expose you the way it did uh, Sarah Palin. Yeah. You know, the thing is that I'm a fan of Saturday Night Live, but in terms of Hillary, Hillary... I don't care if Hillary's funny on Saturday Night Live. I don't need her. I, in fact, I like that she's just a, a workaholic who 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 is super studied, that is a lawyer who went to Yale, who has, you know, devoted herself academically. So I don't need her to prove to me that she's funny. 
It's better when they never show up and then they show up for a second. Not that stuff they've been doing. It's become mandatory. Yeah. You know who didn't need Saturday Night Live? Abraham Lincoln. George Washington never did the show. No, he did it twice. Oh, you're kidding. He was a guest host and then he did like three (laughs) sketches one one week after that. And I think... um, I, I think Coldplay was the musical guest. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you, Stanley. A very uh, very wise call. There you go. I don't know. So many good calls here, but I did want to talk to J.D. about what's going on with him and Rappaport. Let me see if I can squeeze everything in a couple more calls. Yeah, Will. Hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> What's up, Howard? What can I do for you? I have you? a uh, unique little situation I wanted to run by you real quick. Uh, I've been dating this guy for a while now. Uh, things started to get serious recently, and some I love yous were exchanged. And uh, a week ago, we're laying in bed, and he tells me that uh, it, deep down he really wants to transition. And um, I'm a little thrown by this because... Uh, I'm a gay man, and uh, I really care about this person, but um, I don't think I can necessarily change uh, what I'm attracted to. And well, let me, uh, let me, let me, let me. Um, transphobe, I guess now. <laughs> no, you're not. Let me, let me, let me. You, you think you're in love with this dude? I am in love with this dude. All right. He wants to cut off his cock and, and become a woman. I don't know about all that, but I know that he thinks that he's a he 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 is a woman to himself. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's well, here's he the feels thing. He needs to do to be happy, et cetera, et cetera. This is very tricky. Like, if my wife told me she was becoming a man. Right. I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm gone. Would you stay with Beth? No. <laughs> I thought you loved her. I do. I love her. But, you guys but if her. <laughs> no, I, listen to me, Robin. I'm just, I'm keeping it real. I would have to leave. Now, I'll tell you a story. Some love transcends transition. Now, the guy who invented Sirius XM is now a woman. The guy who invented, I'm not kidding, he invented satellite radio. The brilliant guy, wife, kids, the whole thing, right? The guy's a genius. Even cured his kid of an illness. He's a, he's a jack of all trades when it comes to genius. He's now doing things medically advanced research that's unbelievable. But he decided, hey, I want the world to be able to communicate on one satellite system and figured out satellite radio. That's how his name's Martin Rothblatt. And then he became Martine Rothblatt. And guess what? Here's the kicker. His wife still with him. Her. Yeah, it seems that women can make this leap. Easier than men. Uh, Beth already told me when I transition, she's not staying with me. She's not staying with you either. We actually had that discussion. (laughs) She also told me if I get fat, she's leaving me. So she's pretty shallow. But I love her. Uh, But um, no, no, she said to me, listen, you become a woman. I'm not in. I said, when did I say I'm becoming a woman? She's saying, I'm just discussing it with you. No, because even one of the remember when Caitlin had her show after her transitioning, right? There was a woman on the show who remained married to yeah. her wife that she had had when she was a man and had kids with, and their love survived the transition. Hey, did you watch when um, Cher's kid Chastity transitioned? I did. His uh, his girlfriend stayed with him. Yeah. 
I so I said, it seems to me women can make this leap easier. Well, they also can because don't forget, like in the chastity case, she still's got the vagina, right? So, at least there's something to go down on. That isn't a penis. Oh, chastity didn't get a. How you get a penis? Going down on the penis. No, you do. You're in a different situation. You like penis. (laughs) Penis, penis, penis. Right, Robin. Hey, Rob, uh, Howard, while I got you, can I ask you a quick question about your interview with Whitney a few months ago? I've been trying to ask you this question for a while. Whitney Cummings? Yes. Uh, well, anyway, you, while you were interviewing her, you were talking about your experiences as a teenager or whatever with drugs, and you mentioned uh, using cocaine, and I've never really heard you talk about coked up Howard and thought that'd be No, I, I wasn't a user about. of cocaine. What happened was I was in college... And I was experimenting with different drugs, mostly pills and hash and pot and uh, LSD, mushrooms. Did you really feel like you were experimenting or were you just trying everything? I was trying anything. It didn't even, <laughs> like, my safety didn't count. I was not taking care of myself. I didn't think about the consequences. Because this experiment and, sounds more thought out. Yeah, I know. And believe me, if you saw my SATs, I wasn't experimenting anywhere. <laughs> But really, I I mean, I really fucked myself up, but I didn't know about a lot of these drugs. And so there was a guy who said to me, hey, do you want to try cocaine or something? And I said, sure. And he laid out the white powder or whatever the who even remembers 100 years. I remember snorting it, but I had the a a different reaction than you were supposed to have. It was then I realized that I believe it was heroin. Yeah. And uh, but I don't I don't know to this day if that really was. You don't know what you took. That's the point. And what a dumb! Like, I could have fucked my life up. I'm I'm telling you, that LSD is the worst thing. I am so, I am so convinced that any drug is a waste of time, including alcohol and pot. But it's there a waste are drugs, of time. not psychoactive drugs, that work for you. Not for me. No, you've had uh, to take a pain pill well, from okay, time I, to time. Oh. Of course. And that is an opioid, you know? That's what I'm saying. Oh, that they come have. Over here, Robin. Um, <laughs> come here. It's all come in the way they're taken, Howard. You're very charged up. Get over here. <laughs> right now. Anyway, Will, I don't know what you're going to do about your boyfriend, but that would be a bit. You know, uh, if I was into cock, I want a guy with a cock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're in love yeah. with the cock more than you are well, with the Well, I'm in love guy. with the man. Hey. And you can quote no, me. Oh, I, I just, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't want um, to. Lo- speaking of being in love with men, Ralph's on the phone. Thank you. <laughs> I'm in love with you, Ralph. Go ahead. Hey now. Hey now. Hey, you know uh, that that other caller who talked about you know how his opinion was swayed with Hillary. It just and I hear all these people calling and say it makes me fucking nuts because I mean it was a great interview. It wasn't an interview. It was a conversation. It was fantastic. But how fucking stupid are you people that you have to? actually hear her you can't do any research you can't read a paper you can't look things up i mean the shit they were saying about her was ridiculous and it didn't take some time to do some due diligence and see this shit isn't true you know it just it just exposes people for how fucking stupid they are very angry ralph yes oh it got me nuts and i never knew well unfortunately ralph i'll tell you what i've learned that elections it's not too far off from what happened in high school when they'd have an election and people would go, I promise you more lunchtime. Or Most of the promises that politicians make, they know deep in their heart they're not even going to be able to make true. 
Mm. Like when people well, tell you they're going to get free college through, they know they're not. It's fucking ridiculous. It's going to get Trump elected. Well, if well, if well it's like that. the wall. Hey, I'm going to build a wall. He, he knows he's not building it. Right. He wall. was locking people up. He was building a wall. Yeah. He was doing all kinds of People things. play people. Most people who run for president know deep down inside they might be able to get one or two things done in their administration, which is a huge victory because government moves slowly. We have a system where there's two parties and they cancel each other out. So... A lot of people, when they vote, they get caught up in the cult of personality. They really do. Like, hey, but he had a horrible, like, he they, they had go, a horrible hey, this is a good guy. Hillary's, you know what? Hillary's cool, man. She's like me. It's crazy. So it was my perception during the election that people needed to get to know Hillary for whatever reason. I didn't need to know. I just read her resume. I don't care what kind of, you know, if whether or not she can hang or if she's funny. You know, it was interesting to me, too, when you asked her, like, do you think it would have made a difference if you came on here? And she's like, well, I don't know. I bet you if you asked her now, I mean, the reaction she got after, I bet she, she realized it. Because it, it absolutely would have made a difference of course if you it did that interview. I mean, come on. But By I the way, I was looking on Amazon this morning, and uh, I looked at uh, Howard Stern Comes Again. And, you know, in that section where they say, often bought together. Yeah. There's your book, Hillary's book, and Rachel Maddow's book. Wow. How do you like that? You know, I thought it was really interesting, too, uh, when she talked about how, as a woman, you have to act different. And how, like, she couldn't even say anything about how bad Trump was to her when he was, like, looming behind her at in the debates and all that stuff. Yeah. No, it was a very fascinating that, conversation. Yeah. It was fascinating. It was great. It was uh really great and the two of you were just so smart together it was really oh. thanks ralphie it's the first time he's ever said that well he tells me stuff no he said yeah. you were smart i've never heard him say that oh my god oh i, I advise him all smart. the time he ignores me <laughs> yeah i, I try I, I get through it i i listen a little bit i try i give I ralph uh, lots of advice Do and you? every bit of it has been ignored and i'm not joking <laughs> But I try. I try with this guy. It's, I care about it's him. It's not. It's absolutely not. No, you've never, you've never listened. <laughs> Appropriately. Right. Well, listen. Thank you, Ralph. Listen, I, get, I can only listen to a certain point. Right. Of course not. Why, why listen to someone who makes sense? <laughs> well, there you go. Go ahead, Will, as long as we're taking calls. Hello. Will in Florida. Hey, Howard. Hey man, I uh, I actually agree with gay ass Ralph, and and I don't know if it's necessarily that the people are are dumb or blind. I mean, we know that, but I think you just bring out the best in everybody, no matter who it is. And if you have a conversation with them, you could bring out a positive point in anybody. I mean, there you, you go. Know, All right, most candidates had had bad things about them, you know. At the end of the day, and it's up to people to do the research, but. Uh, it was a great interview on your your behalf, man. And although I may not be a fan of hers, I, I really enjoyed it. I would I'll tell you the it. truth: I don't want a president with a personality. I need. <laughs> I need. I've seen some of the best achievers. I've worked with some of the, the the biggest achievers in 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 at least in the entertainment industry, and all of them are big bores. But you know when, when I they was, work, oh my god, when, they are when, geniuses. Right. I'm sorry. I I thought you were no. Go ahead. But when I was choosing a doctor. 
the person who was advising me said, I don't know what kind of personality you need. I said, I don't care about a personality. Do they know how to take care of this? I'll tell you a story about Robin's cancer. Uh, I met with her doctor. I said, he's got too much personality. I, I, I quickly uh, I told her, you must switch. Get rid of him. Yeah, this guy's a little too friendly. <laughs> right, we don't well. need bedside manner. J.D., I was going to go into your feud with Rappaport, but uh, I don't know. It's not much of a feud. He's just yelling at me for no reason. <laughs> well, what is it? You're winning fantasy football? Well, I know I'm in the playoffs, and I face him this weekend. So, of course, he started leaving me voicemails, like, you know, trying to uh, psych me out or whatever, try, talking trash. Yeah, some of the guys were telling me you take fantasy football very seriously to the point that it's like almost giving you a nervous breakdown, and you're thinking of quitting the league because it's like consuming your life. I, I Whenever I'm competing in something, I take it very seriously, yes. And well, it, yeah, it takes a lot of my, uh, I, I think about it a lot. I remember a couple of years ago when there was a question about whether Rappaport would stay in the league. JD was vehemently against him being in the league. And now he's calling you every minute. Yeah. It, I, well, this is why you didn't want him in the league. Yeah, I mean, it's just a little annoying. It, it's better. It's easier to handle when you're winning, when when you're not, when you're doing very badly in the league and you got to hear this shit. That's when I get really fucking annoyed and I hate it. He stresses out so much, Howard. I'm telling you, he takes it so seriously. First of all, he's won the league three times. JD. And John Hines won, <clears throat> won the league three times. Ugh. I know. Oh, wow. What's going me. on? I don't know. I thought you cleared all yeah. this up. It okay. hasn't happened in a long time, right? Yeah, I, I get one every six months. Hey, you sound just... a little hoarse right now. I'm all right. Flemmy, I mean. Yeah. Um, he stresses out a lot on this. Go like this. <clears throat> Give a good one. Good one. All right, let me hear you now. How are you today? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not very well right now. Um, but he, he takes it very seriously. He's He's always... You know, looking at trades, he's always studying. Really, he, and like he'll stress out because, you know, he'll tell you that like um his quarterback's hurt or he doesn't know which quarterback to play. I mean, he takes it very seriously. When he if he were to lose, like he's got a big playoff this weekend with Rappaport. Yeah, if he loses, he'll be genuinely devastated for at least a few hours. What is it? What, what does it look like when you're devastated? Well, I, I'll tell you one thing. This uh, uh, Monday night, uh, I was facing uh, uh, Ben Bardo, and I was worried that his team, his he had two players playing Monday night, and I was stressed out so much, I kept waking up like almost every hour, checking the score of the game and seeing what happened. Wow. How much money's on the line? Uh, I think the winner gets $1,200. That's oh, correct. Nice. And second place gets what, J.D.? Uh, I don't. I, I don't worry about second place. Oh, Ooh. listen to him! Look at him. The Tom Brady of fantasy football. Yeah, he's built like him too. <laughs> I mean, like a fantasy football number one guy. Good lord! Yeah. So Rappaport's uh, trash talking, and what, he doesn't have your phone number, does he? So he has to call you. No, oh, he he does. He has my number. He texts me. If he calls me, I I won't pick up. And then that's when he <laughs> he got he found out my work uh, uh, number and started calling that and leaves voicemails there. We play each other in fantasy football this weekend, and I know you're the apple of Howard's eye. Well, you're going to be the apple of my eye all weekend, J.D. I'm coming to fuck you. I'm coming to fuck you up. And you could do your little fucking 25 push-ups and your 15 squats a day, which isn't a fucking workout, you fucking worm. 
Okay, that's not a fuck. That's like barely a fucking stretch. Okay, but I'm coming, <laughs> right. and I'm coming hard, and I'm coming in you, and I'm coming <laughs> to fuck JD, you fucking little worm. Did you fucking block me? Call me <laughs> yeah. back, okay? I fucking texted you about thirty times this weekend, you little prick. You didn't call me fucking back. You don't respond to my text. I think you blocked me. Now I got this number. You could run, but you can't hide. You fucking hand job, you. Wow. I always love that he's shocked that you're blocking him. I mean, of course you are. He's calling you horrible names. He's going to fuck you in the ass. He's making fun of your workout. And then he's shocked Everything. that you're blocking him. He's a, he's a maniac. <laughs> he's a maniac. But I love the way he does it. It's great. Oh, it's, and I mean, you want to hear 10 million more messages? <laughs> I could listen. Yeah, this, he's yelling at JD, and then he starts insulting Gary and uh, Brent. They're, just, these they're not even in it. These messages are all from one day, by the way. Oh, really? It's just one after another. You disrespectful prick, you. I'm playing you in fantasy football, okay? And it's the end. It's the end of you. That fucking horse tooth, big tooth, fucking green breath animal, Gary. He's out. Baba Booey, he's out of the fucking playoffs. Uh, button dick, bald-headed button dick, Brent. He got jackhammered out of the fantasy football league. It's just down to four of us, but this weekend, it's just you and me, all right? So you could do your fucking jumping jacks and your fucking burpees and your little bullshit bitch-ass workout, okay? Do whatever the fuck you need to do, J.D. Oh, God. Okay, but I'm coming, and I'm coming to stuff, okay? You could resist it, or you can just go with it, okay? You're just take it in the I'm ass. coming to sugar dick. Fuck you. I'm pretty sure this call is a crime. And you know what's great? He keyed in on, like, goofing on JD's workout. Yes. It's so great. You could use stupid push-ups. Well, he called me once. Uh, like, he called me a few weeks ago, and I said, I can't talk. I'm in the middle of my workout. And, oh. he, started la and he started laughing at me. So now that's yeah. what this is going to. I can't talk. There's a workout going on here. And you know, it's this is so extra ridiculous because there's a lot of luck in fantasy football. It's yeah. not like it even, you know, most of it is not even skill. And what kind of response is he expecting from you? Like, like what, you're supposed to call him back and say what? Yeah, what what could a JD callback sound like? <laughs> I don't know, man. But you you are right about luck. The only reason I won last year's is because uh, uh, a player of Rappaport's got injured in the middle of the game and like he couldn't score any more points. Like who's who are the other two guys who are playing off each other who are potential winners? John and Richard. So is John Hine calling Richard and threatening to fuck him in the ass? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it... hey, fucking asshole, JD. This is Michael Rapport. I've called you about five times. I know you fucking you hear these voicemails. I need you to call me back, okay, and face the inevitable. And you, and you didn't call him, I guess. No. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Call, hi, hi, this is JD. Hi. This is the asshole. Viral, viral, okay, come on over and fuck me in the ass. He's like a psycho girlfriend. He's just calling and calling. I don't know if you're doing your little fucking toe touches, <laughs> you little bitch, <laughs> with your fake fucking work. I'm like, oh, I'm working out. You do 50 push-ups a day. You th what's that going to do for you? You're a grown fucking man. I'm going to fucking stuff you. Okay? I'm going to stuff you, you four-eyed fuck. Four-eyed fuck. Four-eyed fuck. JD, you're not going to fucking beat me again. This is my fucking year. You need to get the fuck out of the way, pig vomit. Ooh. 
Yeah, get out of the way. I was just in his way. Guess so. <laughs> I didn't even know what to make of that one where his wife was yelling at him. <laughs> what, what is that, that all about? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Before I fuck you, mother. Are you on the phone with that guy again? I'm not. I'm, what do you mean? Hey, get off the phone. <laughs> you don't need to be making fun of him and calling him over and over again. You seem like a fucking idiot. I'm not a fuck. I'm not even leaving him a man. What are you stop? <laughs> all right, stop doing it. Fantasy football. I'm fucking sick of it. You're making fun of him. I'm not doing fucking anything, baby. Fucking leave me. I'm fucking playing him over there. Oh, my goodness. It's like a Tennessee Williams play. Yeah. Who's getting fucked in the ass now? Yeah. That's when you should call back. <laughs> and then, you know, he's going to be like, see what you did, fucking JD. You ruined my fucking marriage, you fuck. Going to stuff you. Hey, Ow. Rappaport, I heard you want to talk to me, but your <laughs> wife won't let you. What <laughs> 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 if I come over and shove a spoon in your ass? You <laughs> big fatso. Why don't you put on an apron and get in the kitchen? Hey, Robin, you want to call him for me? <laughs> hey, Mike, what's up? This is a different Mike. Mike from New York. Oh, not there. Oh, Mike wanted to tell us that. Oh, when Sour Shoes is here for Hollywood Squares next week, uh, Fred should give him the Gary puppet. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. Very nice. Like that. All right. Let me take a break and start the news right after. Baby, won't you try right. to understand? Time. Forget this song. Let's go right to Robin's News and a beautiful holiday. My nuts swell as I feel with desire. Oh, he's referring to balls. Penis thickens mm. as it grows. I don't have the patience for this right now. Robin girl. Hey now. I feel like I'm on fire. Holy shit, he's hot. This hog between my legs is gonna blow. Hey, sexy man, let me take a look. You know that semen's gonna spray. Mm. I need a fine news girl like you. What do you say? Listen to what I, I say. I promise not to make a sticky what you're gonna rest your defense on? If you prefer, I can come on your chest. Oh, jeez. Is that gonna be too much and for me? So, dear Robin, on this holiday, Merry Christmas! I hope you'll make my dream come true. Be willing to ask for what you want. Cause all that I want. To see on Christmas Day, you have to say, Is you covered? Hit him with the hay! With. Do it. Goose. Dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. You sound so crazy on Wow. That. Yeah, I was sound... going to say, what in the world was I up to? That was sent in by Nat King Cum. <laughs> Nat King Cum, who, uh,. A big fan of yours, Robin. Amazing. Isn't that something? Isn't that, isn't that something? Very impressed. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want, Daniel? By the way, Rob, I don't know where this guy is. Uh -huh. By the yeah. way, uh, joining us for the news, as you know, uh, the great senator, he's running for president, uh, Senator Bernie Sanders, who's going to sit in and uh, 
maybe comment on some of the more uh, appropriate stories of the day. Okay. Yes, yeah, so Senator Sanders, thank you for being here. I Howard, Howard yep. thank you very much for having me. Thank right. You. I hope and, I hit and, on and, something you can respond to. I'm no. sure you will. You, 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 you can speak on a lot of different topics. Yes, and, and before I begin, I just want to take a moment to apologize to a member of your staff. Who? Well, this morning, I took the subway in, and I want to apologize to Steve Nowicki. I oh. was on the one train, and I, I am an older man, so I defecated on the seat. Oh, that was yours. Yes, but I did okay. create a job for one sorry bastard who has to clean up my feces. By the way, I know you're out there campaigning, and I'm glad you're feeling better. I do want to say that on behalf of the whole show. You know, not many people have uh, questioned him about how he feels now. Well, you know, health is a very important thing. You always have to watch your health. you got to be good. But, you know, I promise America. The 100% of my health will be intact by the time the 2020 elections start. I hope. I hope. Hold on a second. I'm experiencing a little clammy skin. Oh, my arteries are starting to feel a little. All right. He's kidding around. He's kidding around. It's a joke. It's It's a a joke. joke. I'm okay. (laughs) All right. You don't have to be funny here. We don't want our politicians funny. Nobody else on this show is funny. You don't have to be funny. (laughs) I will be as serious as you want to be. You know, Howard, right now, the top one-tenth of the top 1% of Americans, you know, it's very serious. They make 99% more than the bottom 40% of the top 5% of the lowest 3%. Right. And of the top 2%. By the and way, you're great, you're great with percentages. I am absolutely great. You know, it all started in school. Right. You know, when I was a young boy, we, we would always talk about pie charts. And I love pie charts because I love pie. Right. And of course, you know, <laughs> me and my heart attacks, so i got to be careful with these pies. All right, let us start the news. Ooh, he's just commandeering and, I know. yeah, we, well, he's we so, can't even start the news. He's freaked out since uh, we had Hillary on, and he wants to get his time. Ah. He's trying to prove how relatable he is. Uh, I guess so. Right. You know, Never I, I can still smell Hillary's distinctive musk in here. Oh, wait, that's uh, was that Will LaFarta? <laughs> Will was in here early. That was not Will. That was not nice. That's what it was. Not nice. Yeah, she's not running against you. You don't have to give her a low blow. Well, I hope she runs in 2020. Off of a cliff. <laughs> Robin, what's in the news? First of all, Howard. We were talking about judging this morning, and I have noticed something about judges. They now have run out of superlatives. For their contestants in these singing and talent competitions. So last night I happened to tune in for a moment to The Voice, which is in, I guess, its semifinals phase. It was picking finalists. And I don't know what John Legend will be able to say at the end of all of this after the high praise he gave a contestant last night. Here's Katie uh, Caden performing Lady Marmalade, one four. All right. She's into it. Yeah, so here's John Legend talking about her at the end of that performance, 1-5. Everything she sings, uh, she makes it sound like it's her song. She makes it sound magnificent. She's a superstar. We're fortunate that she's even on our show. We don't deserve you, Katie. Um, (laughs) I know what you... I hear your point. Your point is... Well, he goes on to say, you shouldn't even be on this show. You should be already the winner of Grammys. Already. The winner of whatever. Listen to this. <laughs> you own John Lennon. Who? <laughs> performance. 
And you do it so professionally. Uh, Carson's right. Like, you already deserve awards. You deserve more than so the give her an award. You deserve Grammys, all that. And you're just a fantastic performer. You know what he's going to have to do on the finale when what? she performs? He's going to get up and just spray his cum everywhere. <laughs> he's just going to shoot a huge load right into all the ladies' faces. Yeah, because he's right. just said she's she's better than than most professionals. I can't even believe how good you are. This is what I want to do. I want to dig up Aretha Franklin and throw her off a cliff because she is no longer the queen of soul. You are. Okay? So what we're going to do on our next show when you perform is... We're going to throw Aretha Franklin off a cliff and declare you <laughs> queen of soul. That's it. We're going to dig her up. It's going to take two hours. It's going to be special right here on NBC. I think about 30% of America would agree with you, Howard. Uh, absolutely, uh, Senator. Thank you. Know, you. We need to get a couple more percentages, but, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good percent. 30% is good. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, in other words, if you're going to heap all that praise, like, you shouldn't even be on the show and you should be winning Grammys. Right. Already. Yeah, I mean, where do you go from there? And what are the other contestants doing competing with this woman who's so good? I have to tell you, your voice heals children's cancer. <laughs> We've just done a study. You're amazing. Well, if you, you know, have cancer, put your hand on the set before she sings. That's why I was kind of happy to get off a judging show. You know, after a while, it gets kind of silly. But yeah, I was wondering if you ever found yourself in, in a position where you were like, wait a minute. No. What do I have? What do I say for the end of the show? No, because I have diarrhea of the mouth, so I had no problem. <laughs> I have diarrhea of the pants. That's why we're a diaper. <laughs> you know, it's right. very important. You know, right? And I, I just what do you mean? Say, it's very important. Well, but diarrhea of the pants? No, 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 it's having a diaper. That's very important. <laughs> you know, no, you, you, you know, Howard. Know. Yes, Robin. We are coming to the end of a decade, and we really haven't stressed how we're going. From 2019 this year to 2020. No one has brought that up. You're right. It's it, not like being made a big deal of, but what was this decade all about? What is, what is going on here? What is Right. This? What is going on here? What, what, is, what is going on here? What is this? What is the signature of this decade? You know, the 70s was, you know, uh, the counterculture generation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Nobody's saying anything right. about this particular decade. But what we can look at is um, the top songs of the decade. Okay. I would like to do that. I love that kind of shit. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm right this there This is you. of the whole decade. You're saying of the last 10 years. Yes. All right. These were the biggest songs. All right. According to Billboard. Go ahead. Number five was Girls Like You, Maroon 5 featuring Cardi B. In other words, this is based on sales? And, yeah, and this would be the streams, the sales. Right. Yes, one seven. Released in 2018. Guess who my new? Um, I'll let you hear this a little bit. Guess who my new dietitian is? Dietitian. Yeah. Is it somebody in Maroon 5? Yeah. Adam Levine? Yeah. <laughs> Says he's going to help me. Help you do what? Can tell me what to eat. But why do you need help? I don't know. He wrote me last night and said he's going to tell me how to eat. Hmm. I'm, what? Hey, the dude's got good physique. I'll take his advice. All right. So ready I don't know it. why he thinks you need help. Look at me. Oh, uh, please. 
Maybe it is kind of insulting, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, you need help. <laughs> That's 25% of Maroon 5. Helping you, know, you out. Was, That's pretty good. I was looking at you, and I think I you need my help. Yeah. Adam took Adam Levine took a look at me and said, listen, dude, I'm, as a friend, I'm telling you, you've always been good to us and my band. I need to help you with your diet. Wow. Yeah. But I listen, right. I'm open to it. Well, I, I just, you should find out what prompted this. I know what prompted it. No, you don't. You don't know what Adam's thinking. Probably saw me on those TV shows I did That's your guess. I Ask saw him out in LA. He was on our show. He took a good look at me. Ask him what made him think you needed help. Do you know that, uh, and Senator Sanders can tell you this, 99% of the people look at me and think I need help. <laughs> that is 100% true. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, 49% turn the other way when they see me walking down the street. Okay. Is that right? And 32% of babies don't give a fuck. All right, Rob. What Thank else? you. Yeah. The chain smokers comes in at number four. Closer. That was 2016. What was 2016? When this was released. Oh, I'm sorry. I lost track. I was thinking about Senator Sanders and possibly pulling the plug on him. <laughs> Ed Sheeran's The Shape of You, number three. Every day discover something brand new. I'm in love with the shape of when we can. We let the story begin. We're going out on our first date. You like that one, Senator? Uh, you know, I the music today. I try to connect with. I don't know if I can. I I I, I like Not it about fifteen percent. You know. Yeah, it's All okay. Right. You like it about fifteen percent, but fifteen percent. You're probably listen. You're what in your seventies? You're seventy four or nine or At something. At this like point, that. I've lost count. Right. <laughs> so you, you know, probably were into like Fabian. I was around when horse carriages. Were right. Around, he was so probably in the Fabian fan club. Right. You probably uh, do. You like the Simona Dinnerstein uh, variations? <laughs> Simona Dinnerstein. I like dinner. That's for sure. All right. The Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO featuring Lauren Bennett is number two. Ah! See, there's no real identity to this music for this decade. Right. I mean, I wouldn't know how to sum this up to save my life. And number one. Go ahead. What is the number one song of the decade? Well, here it is. Yeah, something to do with it. Go ahead. It's Uptown Funk. Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars. Don't believe me, just watch. Wow, that's a catchy tune. So that's the decade in music. I'm ready to move on to a new decade. <laughs> Where's a heart attack when you need it, you know? I mean, I love oh. Mark, and that's a great song, but I would like a better representation of music in the decade to come. Good morning, uh, Mike from Delaware. Hey, Howard. Hi. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, long-time fan, Howard. Been listening Thank for about, about 25 years, and uh, I just wanted to tell you how great uh, last week was on your show, and I think it was after reflecting on it, listening back on these uh, through the weekend. I think it was the best week of your show in the entire history. Better than so, this week. Better than this week. Oh. I mean, this week was fantastic. But listen, you started <laughs> off last week with the great stories about Benji and his fantastic acting uh, on the uh, on the. Uh, I'm still the, not even uh, over that. Yeah, I'm not. 
And then you followed that up on Tuesday with Adam Sandler. Just an amazing, amazing interview. I mean, the last, you kept thinking it was ending, and then it kept going on, and the stories were just getting better and better. It was fantastic. And then, and then, and then ending the week with Hillary Clinton was just, right. you know, well, an amazing, you an amazing, uh, an amazing week. I just wanted to congratulate. All right, you I'm glad that. we sa- we have a satisfied customer there. But thank you, Mike. Absolutely. All right. Happy holidays, guys. Same to you. I'm going to make him the host of the wrap-up show. I like his attitude. Ooh. That's right. All right. Very positive. Very good. <laughs> He's going to be working with John Hine. <laughs> no Baba Booey in Hit him with uh, the high. No Gary in the mix. <laughs> Uh, Senator Sanders, uh, say something. I need to tuck my balls back in, that's for sure. Say something that will get the people to vote for you. Well, let uh, me tell you this. Howard, today I am announcing a new plan, which is to give away as much free shit as possible. Right. I was inspired by Ellen and Oprah. You know, you see how much free shit they give out. Right. Yes. Every American should get free college, free health care, free streaming. Come on, Disney Plus, free Hulu, free HBO Go. I want free Game of Thrones. More Khaleesi. So, <laughs> you know what? I would vote for that. I, you know, I tell you, these streaming services, you're on to something. I'm going to have government-run streaming services. Bernie Plus, it's going to be 100% free with right. 75% of the streaming services on it. Because 25% is already crap. You know? Right. We're wow. going to make the billionaire class pay for it. I would vote for that. Yeah, I, I your, want uh, all of these streaming services. Free, free. streaming. You're free at, shit is where it's at, Howard. Free Netflix, free uh, uh, Amazon Plus. Free Disney. Disney Plus, everything free. Hulu. Yes. And you will nationalize this. Yes, and I'm going to make sure you can stream The Walking Dead and The Bachelor for free. All right. This Thank is you. what millennials want. No commercials? No commercials. <laughs> free crackle? Well, free shit is where it's at. I'm going to give all Americans free baby Yodas. Have you seen that thing? Baby Yoda? Yeah. Yes. It's fucking cute. <laughs> <laughs> I promise to give every college student. Now, this is controversial, but this is what I plan. I plan to give every college student free weed. Wow. And, and government-subsidized Top ramen for their dorm rooms. Right. Uh, J.D. wants free McDonald's. Oh, free McDonald's, sir, J.D. <laughs> Imagine J. how it $1 billion goes for every dollar meal hamburger. That's a billion hamburgers for J.D. And free plantains for Gary. Free plantains. Now you get it. You understand. And the rich <clears throat> will pay for it. The rich are going to pay for it. Of course. All right. I'll tax you, Howard. Good. I won't rest until we are all living in the same style trailer as Jeff the Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's equality. That's right. I'm for you. I love what you're saying. Well, good, uh, Robin, good. what else is in the news? Well, there's also streaming songs of the decade. Oh, Spotify put out good. a list. I love lists. Number three. First of all, Ed Sheeran had one hell of a decade. He did. Because he is, he's got two songs on each of these lists. That's right. But number three was Rockstar by Post Malone. I was like, how could you have the number, you know, the number three streaming song of the decade? And I've never even heard it. Here's Rockstar by Post Malone, 121. Because you're out of it. I know. So am I. I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies, man. I feel just like a rock star. I got to tell you, when I see that guy with the tattoos all over his face, Uh that does freak me out. I mean, that is hardcore hating yourself. Tattoos all over your face, like random sort of little drawings on your face. Well, you know what I think about? I think about all the um, porn stars started getting tattooed so they'd get thrown out of porn. Right. Because they couldn't stop. Right. What's this guy trying to get out? No, I mean, I mean, it's definitely startling. And I guess maybe it's a way of shaking up 
the older generation. Maybe. But it's fucking outrageous. You got to be pissed at your parents to take that yourself and do that. You got to be pissed at yourself. I don't know. Usually it's somebody else. You're All my that. brothers got that gas and they always be smoking like a rock star. Fucking with me, call up on the Uzi. Thank God he's got talent because. He would not be employable. Who could hire him? Yeah. You can't have that guy being the face of your business. No, you know what? That's one way to force yourself to be successful in the music industry. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah. Someone say, we're not going to give you anything to fall back on. <laughs> and uh, Drake also had a great decade. 2016 saw One Dance. Right. What's that? Oh. I pray to make it back in one piece. I pray, I pray. That's why I need a one dance. Got a Hennessy in my hand. One more time. You like that? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't get Drake. For whatever reason, I don't get him. Not that I get a lot of rappers, but I really don't get Drake. I can't understand why he's so popular. But here it is, number one again. The Shape of You, Ed Sheeran. Mm -hmm. streaming song of the decade very romantic guy oh yes i'm in the love Great with the love shape songs. of you i'm 100 percent confused because i know zero percent of these artists right <laughs> well listen you're an older man what can we expect i was sorry to wake up and hear this news this morning william shatner is filing for divorce i looked at that and i i thought wow it's a man's world like he's 88 years old yeah 88, and he's, like, ready to date. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. He's tired of another one. Yeah, he, he called Ronnie, asked if he could borrow a cock ring. <laughs> he's yeah, he's been married 18 years this yeah. time around. 88 is very young, I have to say. <laughs> I he went could out, run for president. That's a good age. I went out to dinner with him and his wife years ago. Yeah. That, that, Was that, that this one? That's the wife, I believe. Yeah, I think you probably are right. They got mm. married back in 2001. They reportedly signed a prenup. And so the divorce should move very smoothly, is what the experts are saying. And, of course, the couple did not have any children. You would think by the time you were 88, you'd be like, you know what? I don't even give a shit. I'll just be married. Well, how old's... Uh... <clears throat> Larry, Larry King. King. Yeah, he's like 88. And he's getting a divorce. Oh, yeah, he's ready to date, too. Maybe they'll be, you know, <clears throat> the new whack pack, rat pack. I saw they'll him on be the, out on yeah. the town together. The new, the new rat pack is like <laughs> all old guys. Larry, I would love to be part of that group. You're too young. I am. Larry King, William Shatner, and the Crypt Keeper. From, uh, 88 is the new 50. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. The good old days. You must miss being a young man, huh? I do. I I miss moving my legs. It's hard, right? It's very hard. Sometimes I don't get out of bed, but sometimes I do. And when I do, I think I'm dreaming. <laughs> you know, I also wanted to say that I wanted to give some free webcams to J.D. Right? Oh, free flame. webcams. You hear that, free J.D.? Edibles. Free edibles and webcams. And free wind chimes for Robin if she's interested. <laughs> no, thank you. J.D., how are you winning at fantasy football? Like, do you have some super lineup for this weekend? 
Oh, uh, I don't know about this weekend, but yeah, I had some. I, I had some, I did a very good in the draft. Who do you who do you have playing? This uh, well, weekend? I got Christian McCaffrey, who's like the number one running back. Uh, I had Russell Wilson, who hasn't he been out completely. Howard, it's so ridiculous to what? give him any credit. Shut up. What are you saying, Will? He backed into like the the best running back of the year this backed year. Backed in, okay. Even one, and he just kind of had it at the pick. Well, what do you mean? Got. You're giving him no credit for picking this guy? No, it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. He looked at the same list as everybody else, and it kind of fell into the right place for him. And, he, and, he, and you know, good for him. Yeah, but he's won three years in a row. Yeah, yeah well, Will, how many years have you won? Yeah, he beat me in the, he beat me in the finals one year after uh, a guy ran a, an interception back. It was such horseshit. That's one year. JD, it's funny, right? He's all jealous. <laughs> this is the first year Will right, is they, in our him playoffs. Him and John sit here, and they're all fucking yeah, see, smart. They, like they're like, they know more than everybody else. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, like, JD knows nothing, but, like, he lucked into it, and now he walks around exactly. like an expert. He's like the champion's table back here, and, like, the, uh, the rest of us, thus peons, can't be anywhere near it. <laughs> Shut up, JD. Gee, poor JD. He can't even be happy about oh. winning. Somebody John, will take that away from him. Do you think the fact that you're winning required skill, or do you think that um, it's just luck? There's definite skill, Howard. Oh, shut I think up. You, <laughs> you will. There's a lot of frustration because he's been in the league for a very long time, and he's never been able to win the championship. This year, he didn't even make the playoffs. First time ever. You know, it's, it's frustrating. So Will it. doesn't have the skill to foresee who's going to be good. Look, when it comes to fantasy sports, certainly in this league, he hasn't been able to prove himself. How because... Richard and Sal won the league one year. They don't know shit about sports. Richard's actually in the semifinals this year facing me, so clearly he knows his stuff. Oh, he picks Chiefs because he likes the Chiefs, and, and that's the only, you know, that's it. But, 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 Will, you will admit John has won three times, JD's won three times, Jason's won twice. I know you, you haven't won at all. I mean, it, it must require some skill to choose players. No, no, it doesn't. They all look at the same dopey list right. that their boy Matt Barry puts out, and they go, okay, I'll take that guy. And you don't do that? Well, no, I, I mean... Yeah, you have your own boy. You have your own boys, by the way. <laughs> you would If you had the top pick this year, J.D., you would have taken McCaffrey. No, I would have taken... Exactly. Uh, what? <laughs> I, I, it was between Saquon Barkley or McCaffrey. Bullshit. You would have taken uh, Zeke over him? Uh, no. It was either... It was lies. Revisionist history. Okay. Oh boy. It I sounds just, like Will is 200% angry 100% of the time. I, I love listening to this. I just want John and, and JD to lose. You should have seen them back here in the commercial break. It was just like, oh, get out here with these two turds. What were they doing? They're just sitting there commiserating. They're all kind of like, yeah, we're, we're really great. We're awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we were losers. saying, you dope. Shut up. Actually, Howard, uh, JD takes it so seriously. <laughs> this year, when the scores came out one week, he told Brent that he made a mistake and corrected it because it put me in first place instead of JD in first place and uh, felt very bad about it. But as the season turned out, I ended up finishing first overall, Rappaport second, and JD third. Mm. JD backed into Russell Wilson, who nobody wanted. He took him off the scrap heap. He happened to have a great year this year. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. He's been a good quarterback past few years. Sorry. I also drafted Cam Newton, who shit the bed. So there, there you go. There's your skill. Exactly. The first quarterback you wanted was terrible. <laughs> no, I picked Russell Wilson first. Or wait, maybe it was the other way around. I don't remember. Just a lot of jealousy and envy you're hearing. I was going to say, up. Will, j just get used to it. They beat you. All like I know is an imaginary sports league is tearing my staff apart. I know. And no one here gets this worked up about my show. Oh, hmm. I, I beg to differ on that, Howard. Really? Yeah. Howard, Howard do you yes, know what Senator? my fantasy is? What? 
My fantasy is to take a solid shit. <laughs> What's wrong you. with shit in the bed? Come on, I mean. Back to Robin in the news. Robin. As treats. Time has named its person of the year. I'm curious. Surprise, surprise. It is. Greta Thunberg. Oh. How dare you? No, we do dare. I like it. And Time Magazine Editor-in-Chief Edward uh, Feisenthal says that her rise in influence has been extraordinary. 112. One twelve. She was a, a solo protester with a hand-painted sign yeah. 14 months yeah. ago. She's now led millions of people around the world, 150 countries, in uh, to to act on behalf of the of the planet. So yes, she has been recognized. This 16-year-old has shaken up the world. She's uh, Swedish and she's a climate activist and has become the face of climate change. Even though Leonardo DiCaprio was out there ahead of her, she has become the face of climate change. Let's give some credit. Fred called it. He did. First name I thought of. How dare you? Time magazine has given its person of the year award every year since 1927 to the person or persons who most influenced the news in the world in the past year. Meanwhile, Greta isn't sitting on her or resting on her laurels. She's in uh, Madrid right now. Uh, and there's some kind of a big climate summit going on over there and she is demanding that the world's countries take concrete action against climate change one one does she go to school no obviously oh, not. Yeah. people are suffering and dying i wish when i was in school i could have thought of some kind of racket like A this. good way to get out yeah i've been like look I, i'm too busy for school i'm saving the world from it today so uh, that's why we have Kriven created this event to, to hope that it will be some kind of platform to to share the stories that, that needs to be shared. She stresses the importance of listening to indigenous people like the people of the Amazon rainforest. One, two. I love listening to like little kids who sound like adults. It's so cool. It's such a freaky thing, right? Like the kid's 16 and she sounds like she's like 50. I usually don't like it because it's usually kids who are in show business, but I like it when it's her. God, I'm thinking back. Like when I was 16, I was still getting my temperature checked rectally by my mom. <laughs> they're have... suffering and their rights are being violated uh, across the world. And uh, they are also among the ones who, who are being hit the most and quickest by the climate and environmental emergency. It was never embarrassing when I'd lay down on the bed and pull my pants down. My mom would stick stuff up my ass and I was, you know, already had a pubic hair. Hundreds of thousands have gathered in Madrid calling for more ambitious climate change policy as the world hosts the United Nations negotiations. She claimed she needed an accurate temperature reading. Meanwhile, in Brazil, <laughs> they have noticed Greta's... uh Mentioning of indigenous people who are fighting for the rainforest. Uh, the president of Brazil said, I can't believe people are giving that little brat. Oh, oh, come on. Really? That much attention. 
So this is what she's up against. See? Howard, you know, I have dingleberries that are older than her. <laughs> the last... You know, the last time I bought underwear was the year that she was born. <laughs> I'm very thrifty. You really ought to update. Uh, I'm actually thinking uh, I spent my day laughing at farts and this kid's over there trying to save the rainforest. Uh, that's true. And and those farts, which didn't have to be expelled, probably added to the, to the, to the hole in the ozone layer. Do you oh, believe, you. by the way, when Will the Farter was in here earlier, do you believe how loud and full those farts were? Amazing. <laughs> Are these the actual ones, Fred? No, they're not. Do you have them? I, I wish I had a replay. I don't on that. think they've been captured yet. Because, mm. I mean, since we expended all that methane, we ought to capture it. Yeah, because playing them back doesn't expend methane. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Replays don't cost us anything. Meanwhile, the um, president of Brazil has attacked <laughs> other climate change advocates including leonardo dicaprio a few months ago he accused dicaprio of funding the fires in the amazon rainforest to get attention oh my who did that the president of brazil wow so he's not above making all kinds of wacky claims against people who are trying to fight for climate The president change. of Brazil thinks that Leonardo DiCaprio set fire to the rainforest? Well, that he somehow funded it. Like, wow. it, you know, you pay somebody to go do it. Leo didn't go do it himself. We did it. We're just trying to get in on the action. <laughs> hey, speaking of wildfires, you know, my toaster caught on fire when I tried stuffing a bagel in it. It never fits. Why is that? Why don't, don't they make a to- why don't they make a toaster that's wide enough to fit the bagel in there? This is an invention I would stand behind. Elon Musk, if you're listening, invent I hate this to tell you to, but that's been done. No, not in a toaster. Yes, it has. There are wide mouth toasters. Not at Bernie's house. <laughs> Listen, I am not going to buy a new one until my old one explodes. Okay? I see. Bernie, you think a Jew can really win the presidency? I don't know. Listen, there has stranger things have happened. Does anybody really know that Bernie is a Jew? Let's sure. keep that quiet. Come on, Howard. Everyone does. <laughs> Howard, please, please. All right. We don't want any. All right. You're no. not a Jew. Okay. And guess what? You know, we had Z in here yesterday. Yeah, I remember that. And the Webster's Dictionary people always come out with a word of the year. And the this word was? This year's word of the year is the non-binary pronoun, they. Wow. This is bigger than I thought. I know. We, we're catching up to this late. So they is the word of the year. Like, I don't even think about all this. And yet, yesterday, it lit a fire. And, and, and a lot of our audience is very up on this. Couldn't believe how yeah. many people on the street were. So radical. Help and, is the word of my year, that's for sure. All right, Robin, back to you. In the news. I don't know if you heard about this, but there was this major shootout between the police and uh, some shooters in Jersey City. Oh, I heard about Yesterday it. afternoon, going into the evening, that left six people dead, including one police officer. They say that at first they said that this was some kind of a drug deal that had gone bad and they didn't think it was some kind of a a terrorist act or a hate crime. And then later in the day, they said the review of CCTV footage indicated to the experts looking at it that the people who were doing the shooting actually targeted a kosher grocery store. 
in the area for some reason or other and decided to go in there and shoot it up. Wow. And that's where most of the people who were killed got it. <laughs> Two officers on foot uh, actually were injured, but they were both uh, released from the hospital um, later in the day. But one officer actually who came upon this whole situation before it actually got started was killed in action. And they are now getting around to releasing the names of the victims. Some of the victims have been identified, but that's going to be a crime scene in that area for a good while. Um, the mayor says that they are really going to look into this very closely to see what went on and, and why. Because they need to figure out exactly what is happening. We have a situation now, Howard, where a lot of these hate crimes are on the rise that we've been seeing over the last year or two. And cosmetics billionaire Ronald Lauder is funding a $25 million campaign to fight anti-Semitism in American politics. Lauder is the heir to the Estee Lauder companies and chairman of the World Jewish Congress. He said yesterday or Monday um, his anti-Semitism accountability project will focus on local, state, and federal candidates who support or normalize anti-Semitism. Hmm. Something's well, got to be done. Robin, let's say good morning to Rod. Rod from Maryland. Rod. Yay. Hey, now. What's up? Hey, Howard. Robin, hello, beautiful. Listen, how, where the fuck did you find these people, man? This is unbelievable. I'm telling you, this is outrageous. How you find these people? How do you do it? What Where people? You find these motherfuckers, man. I mean, women, <laughs> guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Who am I? All this crazy gender shit. And I'm glad that you ain't put up with that crazy shit, man. Oh, you mean Z? Oh, yeah, that's right, Z. Z, yeah. Z. Where did I find Z? They want. They wander into my life. Unbelievable. That's how this happened. I mean, because you found Beetlejuice, you found all these weapons. Is that guy going to be a new whack pack or what? I'll say that motherfucker right. is a whack pack. Yeah. What you say? I say, okay. That's Rod. That's some Rod. <laughs> Thank you, Rod. Rod says, uh, where do I find these people? Actually, Z was JD's plumber. <laughs> Really? Yeah. That's how we met Z. Wow. I had yep. no idea. Yep. Z was working in JD's house, and JD was like, I don't know, I have this, this person in. And I did. There you go. Uh, anything else, Robin, you want to hit? Yeah, the president had a rally yesterday, and he Jitties. chided the security officers for being politically correct when a protester got into the group. The president wanted her out of there, and he didn't think the security guard was getting her out fast enough or doing as good a job as he could. One, three. Inspector General released a report detailing the outrageous, scandalous, and unprecedented abuses of power. <laughs> Get her out. Get her out. Get her out. Get her out. Ooh. 
See, these guys want to be so politically correct. You get her out. You see that? I'll tell you, law enforcement's so great. That particular guy wanted to be so politically correct. Oh, oh. We don't want to be politically correct. Everybody's like really bad at their job, um, according to Donald, right? Like, like well, if they guy. don't do it the way he would do it or wants it done. But I'm thinking to myself, this guy saved his bacon by not being an asshole. This woman was only holding up like one of those sponge hands, the giant hands yeah. with the middle finger extended and it had some writing on it. And, you know, I guess yelling whatever she wanted to yell. And instead of grabbing her and dragging her out, he, you know, just gently led her out. But if he had grabbed her and dragged her out, there'd be a different story being told today. Right. You know about the president and what he wants to have happen to people who protest him. You know who hates Trump? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Ham hands Bill. Really? Well, he's Hispanic and, you know, all that wall stuff gets him crazy. Well, I guess so. He's not said so many nice things. Here's a little ham hands Bill. Uh, he did a Christmas song about his oh. hatred of Trump. This is Ham Hands Bill. On behalf of all Mexican people, I have a song for President Trump this holiday season. Impeach Donald Trump. I want to build the wall. Impeach Donald Trump. We need the wall. Impeach Donald Trump because this guy is fucking nuts. We have some bad hombres here. I want a new president for Christmas. I even set up for a Clinton. Only no president for Christmas. Sayonara and adios. I think that's going to get Donald Trump. This is what I really want for Christmas. Well, that Robin's smelly panties. Who wants your smelly panties for? Uh, if he can't have a new president, right? I think I just found my vice president. <laughs> Ham hands, Bill. Yeah, I'm going to play this at all of my rallies, Howard. How about Ham Hands Bill uh, getting into the song parody uh, Getting into politics. Yeah. That's hysterical. Who knew? I just thought he was passionate about you, not not uh, Trump, but it no. turns out he has two passions. Uh, anything else, Robin? You know, I haven't had a chance to mention this for quite some time, but um, for the last couple of months, there have been stories surfacing about Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. and uh, assaults, unwanted assaults on women. Now the number of accusers is up to 22 because seven more women have come forward to say mm. they've had issues with him. He had, you know, he uh, there is a court case going on. A new court filing reveals seven more allegations against Cuba, bringing the total number of women to 22. The New York Times got a copy of the new filing and described some of the alleged encounters dating back to 2003, a woman says she met him at a Sundance Film Festival event in 2009, and he took her to a concert. She says he started to kiss her in a hallway while she tried to leave, then put his hands on her buttocks. And uh, per the New York Post, grabbed her crotch so forcefully, he ripped her tights. Bill, Bill Cosby said that uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is a, an amateur. She says uh, she had to bite his cheek 
to get away. Another woman says Gooding put his hands down her pants and groped her butt Mm. at an Atlanta restaurant. Jesus. According to TMZ, that woman says when she confronted him, he told her, I know you want to be an actress. I could ruin you. A third woman says the actor grabbed her vagina, boy, oh boy, at a Malibu restaurant. Boy, why is food and sex go together with A lot of people get worked up when they're in a restaurant. Really? I didn't know that. Who's horny, Ronnie or Cuba Gooding Jr.? It sounds like Cuba's got him beat. You say Cuba. (laughs) Yes. Cuba. Cuba. Cuba? Yeah. The Come other- here. Wait a second. <laughs> Cuba. Cuba Gooding Jr. You're doing a shtick over there. I'm not. You know it's Cuba. It's Cuba. Why is it Iran? Cuba? Because that's the way I pronounce it. Iran. Cuba is a country. Cuba is the actor. Kenya. Didn't he play OJ in some movie? Yes, he did. That he's- TV miniseries. Maybe he's in character. He's becoming OJ. Could be. The other four accusers say instances of unwanted touching or kissing took place in Manhattan, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and a nightclub near Sundance's uh, or near Sundance in Park City, Utah. So uh, more allegations. What? Cuba? Cuba. Fred, what is she doing? I'm not sure. I think maybe she heard somebody say it that way once and now she's going for it. She's the only person I know who says it that way. <laughs> Howard, I'm watching, the only I'm, one. I'm watching a YouTube video where Cuba Gooding Jr. explains how he got his name, and he says Cuba. He says Cuba. Because you guys have convinced him to mispronounce his own name. <laughs> Come Just on. like they convinced you, Galapino. Are you saying Cuba Gooding Jr. is wrong about how he says his name? <laughs> He's a moron. <laughs> it's Cuba. Is it pronounced cue ball, maybe? <laughs> it's like a cue ball. What cue is ball. it, Marianne? Robin, it's Cuba! Cuba! What's wrong with you, Robin? It's like when you name Yoda the cat. Howard. Howard. What do you want from me? It's Howard. It's not Howard. Uh, Yes, Robin, anything else? Bill Cosby has lost an appeal uh, in his sex crimes conviction. He was fighting that conviction on three counts of drugging and sexually assaulting women in his home in 2004. He wanted it overturned based on multiple grounds, but I guess that has been rejected by the court. And finally, oh, uh, Mike Bloomberg getting a big endorsement. The San Francisco Chronicle is reporting that Stockton Mayor Michael Tubbs will endorse the former New York City mayor in an event with former former Governor Jerry Brown in San Francisco today. So Mike Bloomberg picking up an endorsement Ooh, for his boo. campaign. Bernie, you didn't this get is the- a billionaire. We don't oh. trust billionaires. All right. I Listen, do the notice. Top 10% of the top 10% of the top 10% of 1%. Of the top 3% of the bottom <laughs> right. 6%. Yeah, yeah. Robin, the, you were saying? It's an outrage. I, I do notice that uh, a lot of the Democrats are talking about how they aren't billionaires and they can't fund their own campaigns to get people to contribute. And he's a Jew. <laughs> Boy, Bernie. Oh. The, listen, Bernie has to get votes. <laughs> you got to play dirty. All right. I guess that's what they say in politics. And the man of steel. You know what? uh, Clark Kent. (laughs) Clark Kent has done all these years. He's kept. Oh, my. 
Wow. That's, is that one that, from that, today? That's, that's one from today. Wow. What a man. Yeah, there was a pretty <laughs> unbelievable contribution unbelievable. offered today. I believe today was our best show. Will <laughs> is squeezing his cheeks with his hands. This is unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Whoops, that one was me. Sorry, Holly. Oh, <laughs> sorry, man. All right. Anyway, yes. I'm telling you about Superman. Superman in this week's issue is outing himself. In the November 18th issue, the son of Krypton is said to reveal that he and the Daily Planet reporter Clark Kent are the same person. Oh. He has been outed in the past, but this will be a permanent decision that could potentially change the DC universe for good. So that's what they're saying, that this time there will be no going back. There will be full knowledge that Clark Kent and Superman Jesus. are one in the same. Boy, that's a twist. Oh, yeah. I thought he was a fudge packer. Oh, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> What's the matter You're with you? so bad. Sorry, I'm an old man. Things are happening in my brain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean Batman is soon to reveal himself? I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm stupid. I was fooled by those glasses. I thought he was Clark Kent. <laughs> You're shocked. Right. And that's what's happening. All right. Having erectile dysfunction. Thank you, Senator Sanders. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm going to go and either have a stroke or take a dump. So All right. wish me luck. <laughs> All right. You feel something coming up. Something's happening. <laughs> Thanks for Great. having me. Uh, thank you, Senator. Isn't that nice? You feel something is happening. It could be a stroke or a bomb. <laughs> I guess at a certain age, you don't know the difference. <laughs> Zip recruit. <laughs> Zip Recruiter is the smartest way to... <laughs> <laughs>